sponsored by Dark Prime Collectibles. Listen, if you're interested in the Yu-Gi-Oh craze that's going, or excuse me, the Pokemon craze that's going on, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, Legos, or just old collectibles, whether that be Star Wars or if you were into action figures, Dark Prime Collectibles has the has what you need. I mean, I I personally go there. I go to the Magic the Gathering. I really enjoy it. But on top of that, I get lost in the variety of items that they have to purchase. So make sure you go check out Dark Prime Collectibles. That is it. They are located at 354 State Street in Clearfoot, Clearfield, Utah. And that's zip code 84015. Or you can check them out online. They do have an eBay store so you can see the variety of their products and purchase them online. Thank you very much, Dark Prime Collectibles. Cody. What's up, buddy? You're back. I am back. I'm excited. So it's been about, I don't know, we figured like, what, five, five six five, weeks? Five, six weeks. End of, end of January. Yeah, end of January. Something like that. And um, we had a great first episode. I yeah, mean, dude. I had I had tons of fun. Went straight to work the next day. I'm like, guys, one, just because I'm there, you should go listen to him. <laughs> two, two he's, he's got a lot of great guests. It's, you know, podcasting is one of those things that just really is, it's a lot of fun because not only do you get to reconnect with people who were in your past and you grew up with but the wide variety of people that I've met that honestly I probably never would have aside from that or even just start finding out stories yeah and you're just like oh shit yeah no way dude I mean it's it's funny because I mean we you told a bunch of stories on your last one and you know you literally lived five minutes from me if that yeah if if that you know and I just it's fascinating to me to be like we grew up in the area, but we have different perspectives on everything. But we see, we've seen so much of the same stuff. Oh yeah, you know, like, and I don't know. I, I'm curious. So let me recap our first episode, right? Like we talked mm-hmm. about living down here in Woods Cross, Utah, and kind of the your little your farm area that you owned and how how it's getting developed now. How how has it felt lately driving past there? Because now there's houses. I've only driven past there twice since it sold. Really? Once was right when they first, uh, like, had totally demolished everything, and they just started building the road into it. And I'll be honest, I started tearing up. I had 25, 26 years of really great memories. I, I have so many, like, dogs that we buried there. I have my horse that was buried there. There are just so many memories. And then I went down there when there was houses there. I'm like, man... Screw you guys. I wanted to have my house down here. I, I was very curious if that was how you'd feel. Because I, even myself, like, it's not that I'm against development by any means. But it's it's sad to see spots that, A, like, you know, I knew you. I knew that was your, your land. And I was kind of, like, put back. I was like, man, it's weird to see. It's weird. Yeah. I, I don't know if this sounds a little conceited for my family. But I was like, I feel like that was almost a landmark for like Woods Cross. Yeah. There weren't very many family farms no, left. No, there wasn't. I mean, down here on Redwood, there's there's some larger plots, but yeah. I feel like everyone that went up and down 1500, they knew, yes. you know, they could stop there. The horses were always friendly. The sheep were friendly. They could go feed them. They were, they were chilling it. I can't tell you, because like, I do a little garden myself. I have mm-hmm. my whole diet. I can't tell you how many times I've stopped by there and gave horses some right. carrots and, you right. know, because it's just, it was part of... It, it's, it's like 
something you'd see in like an older movie where you'd see people like feeding their horses like apples or carrots. Yeah. And you're, you kind of get that sense of feeling, even if it wasn't your animal. Yeah. Like I remember working down there so many times and I'd have kids come up and be like, hey, this is what this horse's name is. I'm like, it's sure. not, but you can say that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, my horse, uh, before he died, uh, about five years ago, he, his name was Tank. Because he had tiny ass legs and his body was just built like a tank. <laughs> And he, he was small for his size, and I remember there's these three little girls that would come up to me every time I was out there random, and they'd be like, how's Princess doing today? I'm like, he is not Princess. <laughs> you look down, and you're like, he. I'm like, you can name, any other guy name you can name, yeah. you can call him Lightning. <laughs> call him Lightning. Yeah, he's not Princess. He's not Princess, right? Not Princess, come on, guys. It, it was also just one of those, like, when you think of, like, hometown vibes when you come to like woods cross in this area you think of a couple key points the apple which is not really the apple anymore is is it still called that i just got done streaming like yeah, it wasn't too long ago until the uh, true crime song, wasn't it? Yeah. So I don't know why. Just wants to be difficult. That's the, you know, if I were to ever have one complaint about doing this, is just the odd. Huh, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We, um, did, we didn't know we were, but. Yeah, so we'll yeah. we'll recap kind of where we were at, but my one complaint with streaming is the fact that I could go literally for less than an hour and come back, and then there's problems that mm-hmm. aren't just surface value problems that I can fix. There. But anyways, to get us caught up to where we were, we were talking about the hometown vibes of Woods Cross, mm-hmm. how you feel about the big changes that happened to your old property lately, mm-hmm. and then your grandfather being the one who started the Woods Cross Police Force. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Clarence and the first yeah. murder. So um, that's part of why I want to get... So we, I don't know if it was on there, but we talked about my grandpa had a suitcase with all the evidence from it. And originally when they caught the guy that committed the murder, they couldn't prosecute him. Because one of the major pieces of evidence was mislabeled by Clarence. So they couldn't use that against him. So that's why my grandpa had the entire suitcase filled with all the evidence, which I don't know why it's in the suitcase. I think it's part of it. But I guess my grandpa had to go through and re-categorize all of it so that they could prosecute him for it. Hmm. It's cool. Just It would be cool to even just have that history to be like, this was, you know, the biggest murder in Woods Cross. Oh, yeah. And to have any of that just for family keepsake. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a ton of stuff that my grandpa had that would be awesome to have, but I know it got split up amongst the kids, and I'm like, pretty much the only thing I got was I got to buy his old uh, 88 Grand Marquis from the estate. I, I can't complain, 1500 bucks, and it had like 49,000 oh. original miles. Yeah, that's I mean, the, that's thing, killer. the thing was mint beside, okay, I had to replace the alternator, the battery, and oil. Yeah, but I mean... That was 500 bucks. Yeah. So I'm into it two grand and the thing runs like a dime. Oh, I have so many people like, dude, I'll buy it from you. Oh, I bet. No. I bet no. everyone wants it. <laughs> it. 
I know this will sound terrible. Like every Hispanic person I work with, at least once a week, is like, what do you take for it? How much? Too much. How much? I'm like, too much. Ten grand. It's not worth ten grand. I don't want to sell it either. But yeah. if you offer me ten grand, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just think going back to like just Woods Cross as a whole, like you said, it does. It always felt safe, and yeah. you know, I've had this discussion a lot with people who come on and it's our generation right and maybe people who are up to like 35 anyone who's a little bit older than us but specifically our generation we were probably going to be the last ones that really ventured without technology right like we grew up like all the way up until what eighth or ninth grade where we didn't have phones we didn't have well we didn't have Man, cell you, phones you got a cell phone in ninth grade screw you <laughs> yeah, i did i did um, i was graduated before i got a cell phone <laughs> yeah i got a i got a little flip phone in ninth grade or eighth grade but uh we're the last generation that got to live life without the you know the freedom slash restraint of cell phones oh, yeah. and the whole entire technology takeover you know we knew we remember what it was like going out and we, we on our bikes and going on bikes, adventures. Bikes, each other with sticks. Yeah, having imagination carrying us through our childhood. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had video games and movies and all that stuff. But, but like, it wasn't portable. No. Well, uh, eh, Game Boy Color, sure. PS2, if you want to count that. But it, it, you were very limited. You couldn't go online with right. them and everything. And don't get me wrong, a large part of my most fond memories were in this basement having friends over and we're doing Halo nights and stuff like that. Those. But me too. Nothing beats land parties with the friends. But unless every single one of them's beating you and like, ha, ah, you yeah. suck. <laughs> but some of my more fond memories were like going out and just biking and making up like imaginary stories of what would go on and oh, yeah. you know just exploring the areas with no real plan. And like you can still do that, but well, well but back then the Woodcross has been so developed since yeah. then. Like there were fucking forests and there were probably shouldn't have been going in there but there were plenty of like abandoned houses yeah. and, and you could do stuff you could i remember you could go pretend and have a good time and you actually had buildings and shit to yeah. pretend in i remember until 2002 just right over here none of that side of this subdivision coldest or area open. was all open field and the road actually there's a church right over here if you guys are familiar with woods cross i'm sorry this is really specific but there's a church there used to just be a dirt road that would connect these two neighborhoods okay let's start giving you an address so you yeah. know. <laughs> 1600 west <laughs> woods cross of youtube um yeah, i remember there's a dirt road that connected them and, yeah and then yeah. it was just fields until you got over to 1100 north where like you can go like to like a, fedex and stuff yeah like fedex uh, was it yellow fox was yeah the leather yellow company. fox spent a lot of time there yeah not for any reason anyone might assume <laughs> My dad got really into leather work at one yeah. point, so we like made our own like shops and everything. Yeah, no, yep. I wonder what happened. They went out of business. They sold out. They did. They sold out to a company in Salt Lake. Damn, good for them. I hope they got paid well. I wasn't happy, man. <laughs> leather prices like tripled when we went out there. I'm like, this is stupid, Dad. I'm not buying stuff here anymore. True, but I just, you know, we we got to experience life before you know having information at our in our pockets, but. Which is good and bad, but I think we're going to be, and we, on the flip side, we were the first generation to get that. We were the first generation yeah. on social media, the first generation to really take over the internet. And I think we're going to be looked at as like the, 
you know, not to sound arrogant, but I think we're going to look be looked at as the pioneers when we're like 60 and 70 because we were the last ones to do everything pre-phone. I hope we're looked at like that. I'm, I feel more like they're going to look at us and be like, man, you guys had no clue what you were doing. You yeah. had no clue what you were going to be capable of. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I can say it. I love having the phones and everything, but I, you got to respect your parents. Yeah. Because nowadays, like, my kids start acting up. I'm like, hey, here's a tablet. Turn something on the TV. I need a minute. Our parents didn't have that. Yeah. Our parents had, shit, there's six of you. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. What are we going to do? Go outside and beat each other with sticks. Yeah. I think, I, I not to brag, but I think my parents got lucky, but also cursed. You know, they wanted a bigger family, and all they got was me. So, it, hey, you live in Utah. I don't know if your fiance is up for this polygamy. Okay? <laughs> polygamy. <laughs> uh, if no. not, don't come after me. Right. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao <laughs> me. No, you know, and it's, it was one of those things where my parents didn't ever have to fight me on stuff too much, but, you know, looking back, how many people did you know around here that were only children? One or two, maybe? I'll be honest, I didn't know you were an only child till like, 11th grade. Yeah. I, it, you don't assume anyone's an only child no. in Utah. Because no. it's just so, it's... Everyone has, like, I remember, I can't remember who it was in high school, but they were like, yeah, it's just me and my sister. I'm like, there's only two of you? What? Yeah. Were the others kidnapped? Was it a, <laughs> a taken situation? Where your dad didn't succeed? What are they over what in Europe? <laughs> no, there's only two left at home. Okay. Yeah. It, it it was fascinating growing up as an only child because I, you know, you talk to other people who have siblings your age and they're like, it sucks. We're always fighting. But then when you graduate and you move into adulthood and you're like, it's awfully lonely if you don't have a good friend group. Because you don't oh, yeah. have that family to be around. And I make jokes about it all the time and make people super uncomfortable. And I'll be talking about, yeah, well, me and my siblings went out and did this. I'm like, oh, yeah, me and my brother. Oh, I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I've got uh, two if you want to borrow one. Yeah. I remember James a little bit. So I got James and Curtis. Me, me and James actually hated each other. We could not be in the same room with each other until I think I was 20. Really? We could not stand it. Like, we were at each other's throats so often, like, physical fighting. Was it just like a... What? So we were 17 months apart, and then we were in the same room till we were 12 and 13. Mm. And we just hated each other. Right. One, because everyone assumed that we were each other. Everyone compared us to each other. I don't know why, we just hated each other until uh, both of us started bow hunting. Really? For some reason, you had us actual weapons we could kill each other with, and we're like... Hey buddy, you're my best friend now. That's kind of fascinating. So do you think do you think it was just actually like the bonding of going and doing something super difficult like bow hunting and it, it might have been because he he'd done it for two years before then and I'd seen him doing it and he just was having so much fun. I went, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And I started it and I was like, I don't want anything to do with him and I just was talking to him one day at a family gathering about it and I was like, Hey, how does this work? Why do why does this happen this way? And we just bonded like crazy. Like, one mm. of us was just like, hey, I'm going to go out looking for deer tomorrow morning. Do you want to come with me? And ever since then, like, I was a lot closer with all my other siblings. Couldn't stand being there with him. And now, I don't care much for my other siblings. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them, it's easier to be with. I'm like, I love being with James. Hmm. That's kind of a fascinating experience that, you know, because I, I completely understand that, right? When you're getting compared to somebody 
and you almost like you know people get you confused with them mm-hmm. like it's like a identity thing you're like no i'm me so i could definitely see how the resentment would get built on both sides oh, yeah. but, but to have it get broken down by something like i think the funniest one that i had that happened to him be, thought uh yeah I, he was me right if i can say words um <laughs> it was a uh, senior year when i did the talent show with uh, sheldon brian and yeah. tonga um and we did the dancing and everything and he, yeah, I was going to bring those, that stuff too, because those are, I'll bring that up because there's a funny story at the end of that. Um, but yeah, he went to Winder's class okay. right after the assembly. And he's like, he came up to me after school. He's like, I hate you. I hate you so much. What have you done? I'm like, I don't know what I do. What What do you mean? He goes, I walk into class and everyone's like, dude, we didn't know you could do that. Damn, bro, you're good. <laughs> and I'm like. In front of the whole school, and they still thought it was you. Come on. <laughs> well, but I may be wrong in my thinking, but I didn't think you guys looked alike. Because aren't you, like, s- like a, quite a bit taller than him? Three, four inches taller than him. And noticeable, though. Yeah, it's noticeably taller. Um, we both have beards. I hate him because his comes in a lot thicker. <laughs> but it is bright-ass red. Ah, He's part of the ginger beard yeah. society. And it, it's funny. It's perfect right there at the top of his ears. It cuts off. It is a sharp line for ginger. So it, his beard may look better, but I'm like, at least I'm not a ginger, buddy. I'm a spokesman <laughs> for the half ginger beard society, so oh, I'll send him a card and I'll be like, hey, welcome hey, to the... Welcome. Welcome. I'm We're sorry. always accepting members. There's no fee. I found one red hair in my beard. <gasps> I got a gray hair. Oh, lucky. Ble- blew my mind. I was like, what? No. I'll, I'll be honest, when I get older, I don't know why I think this would... I want to get, like, the gray-ass hair and beard, and then I'm going to start wearing suits like Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. Because I think he looks yeah, good. Yeah, he's killing it. There's like, a... <laughs> when that happens, I'm... You'll see my style change. It's, they it's say coming. there's there's three there's three life events that every man... That every man looks forward to. Losing their virginity, having kids, growing a gray beard. And I feel like those are the steps I to happiness. I feel like that's... Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I can't argue with yeah, any of that. There's something about having a nice gray or white beard where you're just... Or even salt and pepper beard. Yeah, like, just, there's something distinguished about it. Like You feel like people are going to look at you and be like, you know what you're talking about. It's, it screams like respect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, he's experienced, but he's also cultured. He, he knows. <laughs> he knows. What's up, Nino? One of three boys. What do you mean? Um... It's, uh, yeah, so funny enough, shout out to Tonga. He was, I believe, the first Twitch subscriber on our channel. Oh, hell yeah, Tonga. Way back in the day. I don't know if he gets around to listening to these anymore, but I was very appreciative. That blew our minds. We're like, oh, my God, like our first sub. Yeah. He he, he went far. Like, he still does a lot of dances. He He went far. He's good. I'll be honest, back when I was still dancing, I was pretty jealous of where he got Dude, to. Dude, he was, he's super so, talented. To me and uh, Sheldon, we met probably the most infamous b-boy from, b-boy is like a, a correct break dancer terminology for anyone. Um, his name's b-boy Slinky. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal guy. If you ever got the chance to meet him, super humble, super, just nicest guy ever. And we introduced Tonga to him. And we were like learning a little bit from him. Well, then Tonga and him just became best friends, and Tonga started getting real good. And we're like, okay. 
That's, that's cool, buddy. I don't know Slinky personally, but I had said hi to him once when he came to Woods Cross because I think I was around you guys at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And then I've, I've followed him on Facebook and Instagram and now TikTok since then. He's just... Uh, he's- He's just a down-to-earth dude, and he is so He's great what he does, and he's funny. Yeah, he's a funny dude. I can't tell you how many times after we'd go do, like, practices at uh, South Davis Rec Center. Because I knew the uh, manager over there before he retired, and he let us go up above the ice rink all the time. And we'd go from there, and we'd go to McDonald's on 5th South and stay there for, like, three hours. So it would be a little past midnight, and we'd just be playing jokes on each other. It's... It's so weird to hear. I want to hear more of these stories because since I followed, I don't remember if it was your Snapchat or Sheldon's or someone, I used to see you guys hanging out above the ice ring all the time. And I don't know if it was like an Instagram or a Snapchat or Facebook or whatever. It might have been a little bit of both. But it just, it's so funny to me to hear the stories of stuff that I remember seeing. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of fun stuff that happened up there. And there was a couple of times that we, we thought we were going to the hospital with people. Like, do you, uh, do you remember J.J. Boylson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one time, me and him were there, and I had bought, like, weight room, like, pads that you put down, mm-hmm. build, like, puzzle pieces or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took him there, and I was like, if we're going to try flips, I want some type of padding instead of concrete. Well, I went to try and do a front flip, and as my foot went to leave the ground, it took the pad with me. Oh, so my face came into the pad and my butt hit the back of my head. And I rolled out and woke up. And I looked over at JJ. I'm like, dude, how long have I been laying here? He's like, three or four minutes. Oh. And I'm like, you didn't think? He's like, I thought you were just kind of chilling. Like, you might have been hurt. I'm like, you didn't think to ask. <laughs> <laughs> he could have broken your neck and he just said, I could have been chilling. dead. And he just went. <laughs> He's like, well, as soon as you started talking, I knew you were okay. I'm like, there were minutes, dude. He was minutes. not. He was straight up just not concerned. He's like, ah, I'll walk it off. I, so I found out two years ago what happened in that. Because I, like, I've been able to pop my back pretty easily ever since. Never thought anything of it. Went to the chiropractor. And he's looking at my back and he goes, what the fuck did you do? I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, okay, so your vertebrae on an extra are supposed to look like a perfect square. He's like, there's one that the bottom corner is cut out of, and there's one that the top corner is cut out of. He's like, it looks like you high speed slammed your butt to the back of your head. I'm like, I did. Oh I did my do that. gosh, you had legit he's like, damage. He's like, part of your vertebrae are gone. He's like, why didn't you do anything about this? I'm like, I don't know. Did you ever, were you in pain at all? No. Huh. Like I, I remember waking up the next day and like popping my shoulders. I was like, I felt better than usual, but wow. never felt pain or anything. Wasn't until the doctor's looking at it. He's like, shit, dude. You got problems. He's like, there's something wrong here. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm glad I stopped doing that. You're right. <laughs> well, so, oh, what's up, Joe Eagles? Um, what, I've always been curious, because I know that Sheldon, Shellshock, the boy, mm. <laughs> He still does. He he still does it. As far as I know, me and him had a falling out about two years ago. It was uh, definitely my fault. It, long story short, it, we got in an argument in like a big group chat, and I have this 
issue that people don't like that I like to tell shit as I see it. Mm. And I straight up told him, like, dude, I don't think your marriage is going to last. Mm. All I know, it's a fucking terrible thing to say. And it was, I don't know if it was that part that pissed him off the most or the fact that no one stood up for his marriage because everyone kind of had the same thought. But we haven't talked much since then. I mean, I hope, he, hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope he has a great life. I hope I know they're still together. I know they're happy. I don't want that to change. I want them to prove me wrong. Good. But like, I know he still does it. I've seen a lot of his recent videos. He is really good. Yeah, he's gotten a lot he, better over the years. The last uh, dance battle I had was against him, mm. and I won that. <laughs> <laughs> Taking W's. Yep. Um, I, yeah. I. I'm curious where it all started because, like, I remember. In high school, I was always playing like basketball and stuff in lunch, and then you, and Keenan, and Sheldon, and the twins. Twins, uh, sometimes Tonga. Yeah, sometimes Tonga. Uh, you guys would dance kind of in that little hallway between. Yeah, the right there in front of the girls' yeah. locker room. What was it that started you guys down that path? Because like b-boying was, it's not necessarily that it's like not popular in Utah, but it's definitely not something that is more typical. Yeah, I feel like it's gotten more typical yeah. since then, maybe. But so, God, how was it started? Uh, camera, camera was tenth. It might have been eleventh grade, uh, or just the start of eleventh grade. Um, they, because I like hung out with them a little bit, but I wasn't like super close with that group mm-hmm. at that time. And I remember Keenan just was like, they were talking about the talent show for that year, They're like, hey. My uncle used to do break dancing, you know, back in the 80s. What if we had him teach us so we could go do talent show in 11th grade? And they were all talking amongst themselves. I was like, hey, if you guys do, can I come? And that blew their minds that I asked if I could. Because I always thought break dancing was cool. I yeah. never, never thought I'd be able to do it. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, dude, if you're coming, let's do it. So we went to, went to his uncle's house and he started, no, we went to Bountiful Park. Okay. To the big vestibule, and he tossed pretty much the basics. It was like a top rock, um, which is just like crossing your feet, opening your arms back and forth, uh, six step, which is like your basic groundwork that you can go into anything, and a backspin, which is like you kick your legs, you just try and hold it in the center of your back, and you spin around on your back as mm. much as possible. And that was basically how we started. Was you just start teaching us that, and they start. And the next thing he taught us was, okay. Here's how you do a burn movie. He's like, you pretend like you're grabbing their face, you eat it, and then you shit it out and throw it back <laughs> in their face. And he was like, teach us how to like, move your body to do that. And we just started from there. And we just would go on YouTube and just randomly and be like, hey, look up uh, different footwork, different top rock. And we'd each learn a different thing and then come and show the other guys. Till eventually we got to the point where we'd be like, man, we need a like, practice battle against mm-hmm. each other. There's a channel that Abraham Rodriguez, if you remember him. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's a... Best, best dude. Sorry, but best dude ever. No, I, if, I totally get if, it. If, if you ever can get him on here, please do. Yeah? I, I know he has so many stories and secrets and shit that I want him to... Because he's quiet. Oh, that... I, he's always been the... He's quiet, but he's observant. He He was he always the quiet, but he... To me, it's funny you bring him up because I've seen him on social media he's and a, like... He's working for like a motorcycle company. Yeah. He, to, in my eyes, when you think of a sweet person, it was him all the way through school. Dude. I, I straight up asked him because he was always hanging out with our friend group one, 
like all the time. Just super quiet. We put in his opinion every once in a while. I straight up asked him, like, why do you hang out with us? And I was like, don't say that. I'm like, no, no. What can you guys tell me about him besides his name and the fact that he's sweet and quiet? His car's purple. Yeah. And I, I literally, he's like, I don't know, you guys seem all right. That's pretty chilling. I spent the rest of that night asking. It was like a first date. I was like, what is your favorite color? What are your life goals? <laughs> what? Why do you have the car you have? What's your honest opinion of? Right. And I learned so much that night while everyone else is doing stuff. I'm like, dude, you were like the most amazing person. Because well, your, your group was actually really big it, for a time period because you had... Both of us? Yeah, because you had both twins, but you also had Ashley and Stephanie who were who were twins. twins. Keenan, Abraham, Sheldon, yourself, mm-hmm. Andreas. Andreas was there. Um, his uh, wife was there off and on. Yeah. Uh, Joni Peters was there off and on some. I don't think I ever met her. She might be a year younger than us. Yeah. She she was married to Robbie Peters. So oh. If you remember Robbie. Oh. Okay. She's married Robbie to him. Robbie was my neighbor forever. Yeah. 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 I can't remember what her first her original last yeah. name was, but yeah, she was there quite a bit. Um, and then uh, Lily Adams. Yeah. Who yeah. lived up there, and she was there quite a bit. And then whoever had girlfriends or boyfriends was coming in and right. out too. Yes, I mean your group was very vast. Has everyone kind of? Is there much of a group left, or do you everyone kind of just gone and down there? As far as I'm aware, like, I think Sheldon still talks to some of them. I don't know. I think they hang out once in a while. I know Keenan and the twins still hang out. Mm-hmm. They do some video editing together, last I knew. Um, then, like, the girls, they all still hang out together. Right. I talk to them when I can, but I got yeah, three family. kids, yeah. a job, doing my YouTube thing. I I don't have a whole lot of time. No, and that, that's the fascinating thing about as you get older, you really start to... It's not that you don't want to spend time, but it's literally it's, it's making hard. time is tough. It is. You know? Especially when you have your goals, your ambitions, whatever. Yeah. It's hard to find the time. Yeah. Except for you telling me to come on this. I'm like, done. <laughs> I'm coming. I had so much fun last time. Well, I really hope for me, like, that's kind of one of my... Other side goals with the podcast. Obviously, I want to get it to a point where I can do this like full time, like put my full effort into it. But I want to get a bunch of these people who are around here on, because I just like, you know, I know Keenan is probably going to be a great director. You know, mm-hmm. that's his life. From last time, I decided that, that's what he wants. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do, and I know that he'll succeed in that. But, like, I haven't. I don't think I ever really had a full conversation with the twins. I would love to hear the story of how the one got pushed into a bar in elementary because they played a game where they had still the football. I don't remember that one. I know I got pushed into a bar yeah, in elementary. You, what was yours? Uh, mine was in kindergarten. I was chasing a kid around that had actually stolen a football from me. Oh. <laughs> Back when they had the uh, bars that like went up every yeah, couple yeah, yeah, inches. Yeah. And I slammed right into the like middle bar in between them. And it looked like I had a softball in my head. Oh. And I was out of school for a week. Because I remember that... I, sorry, I, if you guys listen, I don't remember. I can't identify you guys in my mind from kids of Ryan or Blake. But As, as little kids in elementary, I couldn't tell. It was, it was difficult. E- even in high school when I was first hanging out with them, I would kind of stare at them and be like, yeah. I got a 
fifty percent yeah, chance of guessing. Yeah, shooting in the dark. Hey, I, I remember at first I'd just be like, "Hey B, yeah, how you doing B?" And you just you can't get it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I remember that they had taken the football one day and always turned into big chases, right? And I think that was like the fun goal. Like even though when we were playing football, everyone was like, "Ah, I got mad about it," but it was mm-hmm. kind of like. We were at the chase. Yeah. Well, I don't remember who it was. Chased one of them down up at the top where, like, the the batting cages were. Oh, yeah. And shoved them. And, like, his whole head hit, like, one of the corners of the fences up there. And it messed them up pretty bad from what I remember. And then there was no more grabbing the football. I want to say Blake, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah. But, see, stuff like that, I think, would just be fun to – Yeah, school stories go Eagles. School stories. It'd be fun to, like, have people on because, like – there's so many names that come to my mind where I'm like, I wonder what they thought. Like, I would love to get, like... like even, even people, uh, not to steal from your stuff, but, no. like, like if I tell a story, I'd love to have one of them come on and yeah. tell their version of that story. Because I want to hear their perspective of it. It's fascinating. Like, I've had conversations on and off the podcast about perspectives of my of who I was and then the groups of people that I hung, with, hung out a, with in high school and out of high school. I have to agree with uh, Cole when he was on. He's like, dude, everyone knew you. Everyone knew who Wes was. Wes was a cool guy. I can't think of anyone that'd be like, eh, fuck that guy. Yeah. I, how dare he be a single child? I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember ever hearing anything negative about you. If the craziest thing I heard was people being like, oh, yeah, man, Wes is holding fights. He's holding fights in Foxborough. Yeah. We're all going. That was the – I always – and I still do try to make myself very – just someone who people could be easy to talk to with. Like You're I just very approachable. Yeah, I, I just want to be able to have conversations and learn from individuals and I feel like I thought that at a young age because I was like, well the only way that it really kind of sprouted from being an only child because there's two routes you go as an only child. You're weird and you don't know how to socialize because you don't have people around you or you get really good at socializing because you don't want to be alone. So I learned like how to make friends super young because I didn't want to be didn't stuck want to be at home. Yeah. You know, I, I, you were a kid. You didn't have great technology. You wanted yeah, to get outside. Exactly. Like, and I remember, do you remember names like Austin Radmont? You thought of that name since like, for like 15 years? He used to live down here. He moved away like right before junior high. Is he like a smaller, like blonde kid? No, he was kind of taller for our age. Like, oh, no, no, no. I think he had brown hair. Is he the one obsessed with Star Wars? I think so, yeah. And he played football. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Like I remember because he taught our third grade class to sing the Yoda song. Yes. Yes. I, I haven't thought about him right? forever. I have him on Facebook now. He's married nice. and lives in Oregon. Like, stuff like that. Like, it'd be you know just what? cool to talk with him. Like, do you remember Creighton? The name sounds familiar. He was one of my yeah. best friends, and he, I think he's married now, and... I don't know where he lives. He might live in St. George. They moved to St. George when going into high school. Dang. You know, it was just a bunch of people where I'm like, man, I just wonder. We all started in this area, right, for the most it's part. It's just crazy to see where everyone's gone. Yeah. What about, like, Jeff Muir? What is he up to? I know that he owns the sharpening place. I didn't he, know he owned the sharpening or, place. Well, he works he, there. I don't know if he owns it, but. I know. I hung out with him a little bit at the start of 10th grade. Yeah. It was me, him, and Nathan Sutherland. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan, Nathan's doing good. Yeah, um, I know Jeff like does a lot of like outdoor stuff, does yeah. a lot of hunting and such. 
I don't. Meaning to reconnect with him because I'd be like, God, that'd be a fun guy to go out hunting with and such. Exactly. I had a, a fascinating experience that was catered by Nathan. I was actually looking for a. I was looking for an opportunity to go to Japan and teach English, mm-hmm. and his wife, is from Japan, and she is a. She's a translator for that. Uh, yeah. She does the. I, I always describe her as the. Are you happy with? this like does this make you feel happy when she's going through people's homes oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a like main translator for that yeah, yeah yeah for that lady yeah she does translations and interpret interpreter is that she she's an interpreter yeah i guess that's the best way to say it and uh she he actually reached out or she did and she ha- they had an opportunity with a lady who was some sort of i don't know if it was like a principal or I can't remember the exact, it's been a while, but she came and interviewed me and my friend. Sadly, we didn't get the opportunity. Um, you still got the interview, though. I still got the interview. and they, how, how far do you have to go just to do that? Yeah. Man, and that's it, awesome. They, you know, it was so fascinating to even go to their house, go to his, I don't know if it was his wife at the time, but their house, because it was so beautiful, and just to be able to get the opportunity to speak to someone who is in that type of position was amazing you know and it was it was all facilitated because i mean i i knew nathan since kindergarten you know we never same thing with a lot of people we've been talking about like we never really had we never like hung out but we we knew each other yeah me and nathan were we were super close till about junior high yeah then we went to different junior highs and weren't as close but yeah that was a bummer that split was weird that yeah that, that did suck because I think the part that upset me the most was always when I'd hang out with Nathan during junior high because I'd always hear him be like, man, there's so many cute girls in South Davis. <laughs> I just remember being like, there ain't that many. I'm like, there's a couple at Mill Creek. First day of high school, I went home with him and I was hanging out at his house. And I'm like, dude, I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, you guys had it so much. There's so many cuter girls at <laughs> South Davis. Yeah. It, it just sucked because like there was people like it's kind of it, it felt like the same thing like when you graduate high school where there's like those familiar faces that when you see them in the hallway you're like oh hey mm-hmm. and like when we when the big split happened from elementary to junior high I felt like I missed like I lost a lot of those like oh hey hi connections with people mm-hmm. and it was just a bummer because then when we got to high school right everyone's already formulated their groups for the most part and like I remember I saw you first and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, there's people like, there's a lot of people who went the full LDS path and I would love to chat with them too. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of see how transitioning from out of high school into a mission and coming back, like how life has treated them. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I talked with Cole, right? Mm-hmm. Vastly different outlook than someone like Cannon, who I believe is married with a kid yeah. or two now. He's in the military. I'll say he's in Georgia. Cannon Nichols. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was military. Yeah. Cannon Nichols is he? Uh, the only reason I know that is because he came through uh, my work the one day when yeah. I was cashiering. And he comes through and he, like, I recognized him instantly. I'm like, that's Cannon. Yeah. He he looked. Uh, he aged a little bit, but he looked same. If you saw him in high school, and you saw him now. Like, You'd be like, obvious. oh, that's Cannon. Yeah. It's Cannon, and he's kind of staring at me. He's like, Cody. I'm like, yeah, I'm the dude you checked out in body <laughs> conditioning class. 
<laughs> he's like, oh, how are you doing? And we, we chatted for a minute. He's like, yeah, you know, uh, buying some flowers and some chocolates for my wife. It's our anniversary. You know, we have a kid. And he's like, I'm heading out to... He was telling me he was being deployed out somewhere. No, no. Or just being moved bases or something. So, and I was like... And I think it was right after... This has been a couple of years. I think it was right after that I actually found your podcast, really. I started mm-hmm. listening to everything. So I was like, man, I talked to Cam. I want to hear about more people. Yeah, and that, that's what I love. That's what I've been loving lately is, like, even if it doesn't turn into, like, a long-term friendship, I'm sure a lot of people would love to come and just, like, talk. Try it. Because, like, there's so many stories that I would have never heard unless I hear oh, yeah. people's perspectives. And, like, for example, on Cole's episode, we were talking a little bit about, you know, people we knew in high school who went down different paths, and then Corey Gerard got brought up. Shouts out. I know you listen sometimes. And he ended up messaging me, asking if we could talk, and I talked to him for like an hour and a half. And now when nice. one of us ends up in the same neighborhood, we'll go get dinner there you or go. something. But it's just, you know, you, you forget people who you were peers with and friends with, and something like a social media platform is allowed for... Oh, yeah. Some of those to rekindle in some sort of which, way. Which I, I got to give you a shout out because I went and I found that uh, was it the Monarch Social? Yeah, that you went on their podcast not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. I went and watched that. I, guys, big shout out to this man. <laughs> if you want to hear how hard he has worked to make this happen, everything he's gone through, go watch. Go watch that podcast. Go listen to it. Whatever. Oh, he's got cards here. I'm a business card, boys. Go check it out. <laughs> Listening to him talk about that. Just, I gotta Thank applaud you because it it was amazing to listen to his journey, give want to listen to him give them advice. I I knew as soon as I heard that I'm like, twelve when I'm there, I'm giving him a shout. Out Thank that. you, he, I appreciate you. You worked that. hard and you've earned it. I think that and you are the next Rogan. I'm convinced of it. It's gonna happen. Nice roll. Actually, Rogan's gonna be like, I'll be the next Westman. <laughs> that that's how it's gonna go down. I, I I like Rogan a lot. It was it was weird because I. Watched, I've watched a lot of Rogan, not recently. I just kind of fell off because I realized if I take in too much, too many other podcasts, my mm-hmm. opinions might sound similar. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've actually avoided listening to a lot of podcasts now because I don't want to take people who I either look up to or enjoy their content. Right. I don't want to subconsciously take their ideas. Well, I don't know, like with my YouTube stuff, like I watch a lot of other outdoors vlogs and say everything, and maybe you agree with this same thing I do is I'll see it and I'll be like, I like that idea, but I don't want to take that exact idea of how they did that because mm-hmm. I don't want my videos on YouTube to be a mix and mash if you go look at enough of them. Yeah. I want it to be, I like what you did, but I'm going to tweak it to what I want. Yes. I don't know if that's how you feel about it. Like you, Absolutely, and that's kind of why I decided to step away from watching Joe Rogan as much is... I really like what he does. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I always make the joke, I'm the Kroger brand version of Joe Rogan. Because that's what I want. I want to be able I'll to be interview honest, I like people. Kroger brand a lot better than most <laughs> Yeah, you know, some people do, and that's what I'm trying to capture. But Maybe great value, actually. Yeah, great value. <laughs> but, like, I want to be able to give, you know, when you watch, like, someone like Rogan now, the only people that are on there are extremely famous. Mm-hmm. You know, which is cool because we would never hear those people talk. But on a platform like this, I want the individuals who are grinding on YouTube to be able to come on and talk about it. Mm-hmm. I want people who are, you know, have a wild story that they want to tell about how, like Cole Cook's story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had so many people reach out to me 
and say how important that episode was to them because they also had similar feelings. I, I can give you this. Um, all your episodes kind of like his with the LDS transition. Uh, I have a family member who's been going through a lot of that, and that was the first thing I recommend. I'm like, dude, this guy, listen to these podcasts. Go watch his podcasts. Listen to them. They're going to help you. So he's he wanted me to tell you thank you well, for doing those because they, they've helped him. He hasn't decided which way he's going, but he's like, it's nice to hear I'm not the only one going through it. He's like, it's nice to hear someone say it. Yeah, and I think that's why I – that opportunity came about because Cole came into a couple of my friends' lives, and he was willing to come and talk about it. And I didn't realize that – I was fascinated myself because I was just curious what led him to that point. Mm-hmm. But to get a bunch of feedback from people saying, like, hey, like, I went through those same things, whether they ended up staying or leaving, like, it's nice to hear that I wasn't yeah, the only one. Nice to not be alone. Yeah, and it, <laughs> Deej, what's up, man? He says, Kroger, Kroger peanut butter with honey is the shit. <laughs> Which brand of honey, though? Are we still sticking with Kroger? And Kroger's got some good. Kroger does got some good stuff. But, yeah, I just think it's, there's so many people who want to chat. I think there's a lot who of people don't that get the opportunity. I, I think it'd be very good not only for you to hear the stories and it'd help other people, but I think it's oh it's almost like a therapy. Yeah. I enjoy it. like yeah, it's only my second time here, but I was so excited like all day long. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's, I'm so excited. I'm glad you enjoy it. And it, it's nice to hear positive feedback. Not not that I don't ever get well, well like I said, it I'm very blunt. I, a lot of people don't like that about me. If I have issues, I'll just say it. Yeah. I, I don't like. I don't like it when people just kind of BS. Around. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather you just know. And dude, you're doing a great job. You're doing. Thank you're helping a lot of people. You're doing awesome. Thank you. Just keep going at it. Shouts out to everyone who, uh, who's been uh, watching lately. The views have been Shouting good. Shouting me out, yeah. And yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there with YouTube on, constantly listening to them. Well, Dude, you're, you're Legends Night, man. That <laughs> Legends Night was wild. That <laughs> I love your podcast, but that took me a couple days because I was like, I can only do so <laughs> three so hours, much of this at a time. <laughs> three hours of just the wildest shit is tough to get through a night. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's it's all entertaining. So if you guys haven't listened to it or watched it, go do it. <laughs> But I think it. I think I did it in like hour segments. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I gotta. I want to. Br- the problem is, is like, and why I'm super excited to get to a point, somewhere down the line where I can do this full time is, I want to be able to break up episodes like that into like 15, mm-hmm. 20 minute clips of like the funny parts because like, it's hard. I you're gonna have a lot of clips from that one. Yeah, I never. <laughs> I always tell people I'm like, I get it. Like it's three hours long. I don't blame you. Like. It, I would not jump into a podcast that was three hours long and I've never listened to. So I want to do more clips, but... Oh, dude, that, it, was, it was funny. Yeah, like, I, I was cracking up listening yeah. to the whole thing, but it... It was a... That was a good episode. Yeah, you're a pound it, bro. Oh, my God. The story that didn't... The story that haunted me for a while. Classic. Dude. I went up to a coworker after hearing that. Something like great how I was like, yeah, dude, pound it. I just <laughs> they're like, why was that funny? <laughs> you go listen to the top shelf of podcast legends night. <laughs> you will fully understand, and you'll meet the dude and be like, pound it, pound it. <laughs> it happened to me twice after that episode got lift, got posted. I was like, yeah. damn. 
Found it. <laughs> Damn it, it's back. But no, it it's just... I think for me, too, podcasting was therapeutic. Because I don't know if you felt this way. I mean, I know that you had... You, you grew up with land that you worked on, so maybe mm-hmm. you didn't have this problem. But I felt like after high school, I did a lot of things that I thought I was supposed to do to please people who I thought I was supposed to please. Meaning like school, work, and different things like that. And it took me a long time to realize that I was doing things for the wrong reasons. And when Forrest and I really sat down and were like, yeah, let's do it. I just fell in love with the fact that I'm finally doing something that I want to do for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always talked about creating content. Like I grew, I was watching YouTube when it came out, like in seventh, eighth grade, I was watching C-Nanners and Minecraft. I was watching Machinima and I was like, yeah, I want to do weird that. to think about that we're older than the internet. Yeah. That's what's going to make us look like pioneers. Yeah. We were... Then, because, I mean, dial-up was, like, barely working when I was... Dude, my parents had dial-up till I was in, se- in my senior year, yeah. right? If anyone wanted to call someone, you had to turn the internet <laughs> yeah. off, right? And, yeah. and I just, I always wanted to create content, not because I thought I was entertaining, not because I wanted to be famous, but because I thought it would be cool to, like, archive my life mm-hmm. for me. And now it's turned into, like, individuals come on and it's almost like a piece of them is now archived for however long they want it to be if they want to go back like you know i this is more emotional to talk about but i really really wanted to get my grandma on she was like the show's first big fan and it was she she, she's still she's still alive she but there's some stuff that happened but uh, it was funny. She would always, like, call and talk to my mom and, like, put me on speaker. And she'd be like, oh, I love the last episode. You guys are so funny. And then she'd be like, Forrest is my favorite. And I'm like, thanks, Grandma. I'm there, too. <laughs> it's like, he cracks me up. And I'm like, yeah. I'm your grandson. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was just fun. And sadly, health problems have led her to now having to be in a home and she can't speak. And, like, I wish that... I could have set that up because not only would have that been a funny episode, she, but it would have been could have a, had her stories. And it would have I, been like an archive, mm-hmm. you know, because like we all the reality is we all know people pass away and I don't know how much longer she has. So it would have been nice to have been like, oh, yeah, this, you know, my grandkids or whatever it is like this was your great great grandmother. You don't know, listen to this story that she tells about me, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, she would have told some she was friends with. Afro man for a period, you know, oh, the rapper. Okay. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know how it came about, but she always used to talk about Afro man. I'm like, like Colt forty five, two zigzags. Like Grandma, what oh, were man. you into? <laughs> grandma was a player. Yeah, Grandma was something. She was. She was a Grandma. Grandma has stories. Yeah, Grandma had a lot of stories, but uh, you you should see like what I do with my grandpa. See if she has like a journal or something. Yeah. I know a lot of older people do. Like, thankfully, I do have a lot of that stuff now. See, she has journals. Nothing like about stuff like that but she there, also has you just haven't work. found those yeah you just haven't found those journals but uh it's it would have been cool to do that but i like having like not that there's a pitch to do a podcast but for individuals who come on you know it's like hey we're creating this content but you can give it to people 
you could be like, hey, this was me. I did this. 20 years down the road, hey, grandma, what did you do? Oh, I did this podcast. Like, it's just, I think it's a... I think it's a fun thing. Yeah, and also I think face-to-face communication is oh, yeah. going down. I think people are not... <laughs> you got FaceTime now. I don't have to be face-to-face. Yeah. I can see your face. I think I think there's something that is more now specifically that social media runs I think there's still there's something more intimate about having a conversation with someone who's literally within touching range versus like I'm not sure where you're going to touch there hey man if you're, it, you're looking very deep into my eyes if I touch your this. knee and you make a noise congratulations because uh <laughs> need to change my pants <laughs> <laughs> but no like I think that there's like a you there's know, something it, that's going away in the world yeah so if you get this face face like Face to face, can't talk. That's also what you get from face to face. You just get the emotion of it. it there's something you, you can understand what I'm saying. You're there's not more. You're not getting convoluted by like just letters or mm-hmm. like a social media post. Like you understand like, and I think we've gotten to a point where, and I this podcast stays politically neutral, and you know. It, it saddens me to see stuff that people will say over social media over things like politics or whatever that is because I'm like man if you just sat down with whoever you're disagreeing with and had a face-to-face conversation yeah, talk, talk you could probably realistically hash out whatever differences you have and walk away you, you don't even people. have to end up agreeing you can no. you can walk away you can yeah I, at least you'll have an understanding some of the best conversations I've ever had in my life are people I 100% disagreed with on opinions and it wasn't because we argued about it it was because i was able to learn why they thought that way mm-hmm. so not only do i understand their thought process but it gives me a better perspective it makes me more experienced so i can understand why they might think that way or instead may- of just maybe they have something in how they think that way that you'd be like i never thought of that exactly and it it makes it so me personally i don't judge people as much because everyone judges it's uh, human nature i'll be honest i see a dude just covered head to toe skinhead you know tattoos everything i'll be like dude's probably a little rough yeah. i hear him like start seeing opera i'll be like i was wrong exactly and i think that the more we focus on building those connections with individuals that either we don't agree with or we wouldn't ever talk to i think is when we're going to get to a point where there's, it's going to help you grow. It, it's going to help you, you don't grow. Have to like the person, but if you can have, sit down, have a conversation, yeah, learn from each other, or not learn from each other, just talk. You're going to grow. Yeah, you're going to hear something. I challenge. I really think that you'd be hard pressed to talk with someone who you don't think you would have anything in common with for an hour or two hours. I bet you come up with something. Where you're like, holy shit, you like puzzles? I like puzzles too. Because there's always something that connects us back. Like whether it's your passions or hobbies or like weird things you do or like food you like there's always something where you're gonna be like you like that too you know Man, Taco Bell makes you blow out your ass yeah. me too but you keep going back because you hate yourself me too you love those Doritos Locos yeah yeah have you ever thought about main veining Baja Blast until you can't walk anymore hey everyone but it's uh, not a bad idea yeah. <laughs> if I could taste it in my soul that's the easiest way Just, to do it Right. Load it up. <laughs> Load it up. No, I just I, I think that you know wherever this podcast ends up, I think that 
I will take away for the rest of my life. Just, I think it's made me a better person. Will continue to make me a better person because mm-hmm. I've had people on there I fundamentally disagreed with on a bunch of different things. But I leave every episode happy because I'm like, I was able to sit across from them and just talk. Man, I've never seen you get like an argument on no. it or heard any argument. I'm like, no. he's he's just listening. He's letting them say their thing and putting his input. Because I think he's not saying you're wrong. No. I think that's where the problem is, is in our society right now, we hear a lot, but we aren't listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't ask my wife about me doing that. Either. <laughs> I love the wife's like, oh, that sounds like someone I know. Well, there, there's a running style of memes on like hunting pages and such, and it's, can't hear me yelling from five feet away, but can hear an elk two miles away and can pinpoint which tree it's next to. All right. <laughs> there's like that kind or can't find the ketchup in the fridge and the only thing in the fridge is a bottle of ketchup but you can tell me there's a deer on that side of the hill <laughs> just from glass and she <laughs> she hates it every time I'm like babe that's you shut up <laughs> Cody Cody babe, babe there's a deer right there I, I see it <laughs> Deej says you like big old anime titties me too <laughs> no I there's, there's some animes that mess me up like yeah yeah. So, like, just because we've gone down so many rabbit holes, I don't know if you want to go back to high school stuff. Um, well, let's venture into anime because I do do an anime so, show. Let's right. talk. So, this kind of leads from high school. So, what happened to me right after high school, because I like feeling big stories, right? Um, right after high school, I got a job with Davis County Animal Control. Worked mm-hmm. there for about three months. Then one day, they're like, hey, we can either fire you or you can resign. And it was a six-month probation. They didn't have to give me a reason. Well technical reason they gave me was you have bad handwriting oh i've heard from several people there were other reasons all i know is that everyone that fired me or forced me to resign is still being investigated for a bunch of shit so Ooh. i got out of there in time yeah good call so i was there three months my girlfriend had broken up with me and i had nothing going on in life i sat down at my computer for the next seven to eight months and just watched anime i mean i woke up at seven in the morning and went to bed at midnight for seven to eight months straight, doing nothing but getting up, going to the bathroom, eating anime. That was it. Now listen, I'm sad yeah. to hear that everything, I feel like that that's just life, right? Everything like falls on at the same time, like mm-hmm. all the bad, but it sounds like you did some basement dwelling and I'm very curious to hear, because so, you gotta do some basement dwelling. So I'll get back to the basement dwelling, just like I'll finish out the story and then we'll get to the dwelling. Uh, so what ended up happening was eight month mark. I'm walking up the stairs and I can hear my parents yelling at each other about how fucking lazy I am and how sick they are that I don't have a job or anything. Five minutes later, you posted on Facebook asking if anyone was looking for a job because you'd give them a job at Domino's. Really? And I was like, that's why I missed you. Like, dude, I'll take it. <laughs> so to this day, I am still eternally grateful for getting that job because that got my me off my ass and yeah. doing something. I literally did nothing once a week i went and did break dancing for three hours right that was it yeah so i <laughs> but yeah i uh sat down in the basement and first thing i did was i was just like man what what shows do i want to watch first thing that came to mind was i've seen clips from dragon ball z i've never watched all the way through i watched dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball gt completely through I then, like, had found, like, I'd never seen all of Naruto, so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start Naruto from the beginning. 
this might be against your anime podcast. Once Sasuke leaves, you can jump to the last episode and know that Naruto leaves, and you're done. Yeah. You don't need to watch the other 400 episodes. Right. But Shippuden. But, yeah, so I watched that last episode, watched all of Shippuden to where it was at. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched it all in English that they had, and then I watched Japanese, which is so much better. Way better. Show's way better in but Japanese. Naruto versus Pain. I, I probably watched that by, like, eight times in a row. Oh. That is glorious. Um, what else did I watch? I think part of Attack on Titan was out. I'd watched Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched all of Bleach. Yeah, Bleach is watched great. Fairy Tale up through the uh, Grand Magic Games. See, I haven't watched any Fairy Tale. I heard Fa- it's pretty good. Fairy Tale is great. So when you watch it, you'll watch up through till they hit what they call the seven year gap. Mm-hmm. Right after the seven year gap is a filler thing that's like twenty episodes. Fucking sucks. Skip it. Mm. I hate. I went over and over trying to watch it. I couldn't do it. I skipped that. The Grand Magic Games is right after that. Some of the best fighting ever. Really? Like, the main character in it goes against these two guys that are known to be, like, just beasts. Like, everyone sees them get ready for fighting. They're like, oh, shit's going down. Main character beats the shit out of them like it's nothing. <laughs> and I, I'm sitting there watching, like, fucking no Let's go! <laughs> like, I'm yelling. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, like, I just sat down for months and just watched anime. And that's all I did. And it, it sounds great as, to a point. Yeah, I, I get you, where you're going with it. You, uh, you can only do so much. Yeah, I think that, you know, anime, and I'm curious your opinion on this. I remember growing up, so I got into anime fairly long, young because my dad was into Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop. And uh, I didn't tell people I was into anime because anime in our growing up was kind of similar to video games where it was like it's like taboo like yeah it was still like oh you're a fucking nerd and if you like anime you're a weirdo Mm -hmm. now dude not only does everyone play video games but anime is the most popular thing in the world right now well like which is fascinating because i was with the like andres nathan and douglas sharma if you remember douglas oh i remember douglas Uh, so i haven't thought of that guy forever He, he just got married Really? Last year, I believe. Wasn't right. sidetrack? Wasn't he like a comp, like? Didn't he compete in yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic or so he, Pokemon? So we all, uh, me, Anderson, him, from the time we were like seven, whenever we got our first Yu-Gi-Oh decks, every Saturday went out to Game Den in Taylorsville until mm-hmm. we were thirteen oh, and wow. did Yu-Gi-Oh competitions. Douglas just continued it. He can, I think, he gave it up when he was twenty-two. Really? Like he was going to like Anaheim and World Champion. Like he was. Oh, so he was, he was like good. high, high level. He was he was doing really good at it. So wow. he did really good. Yeah, like growing up for because it was us. We every Saturday we watched Yu Gi Oh. We watched Pokemon. Um, just kind of like that stuff, like Jack Chan Adventures. Oh my god, it was so fucking good. So good. But yeah, we we watched it like every Saturday. We'd have sleepovers. We'd sit there playing like Pokemon Emerald or yeah. whatever game. We'd sit there playing that all night. We'd play Yu-Gi-Oh all night. We always collected the Pokemon cards, but we never knew how to fucking play. Yeah. I know how to play now because my nephew wanted to learn. Yeah. Most weird-ass game. Yeah, because you do, like, the six prizes and... Yeah. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh is even more difficult now. Oh. I tried to dabble into Yu-Gi-Oh, like, two years ago, three years ago. Because I... Oh, dude, that... I played Pokemon for quite a while. I stopped. I played Magic in eighth grade. 
in ninth grade and then after high school stopped. I'm playing it again now, funny enough. At Dark Prime Collectible, shout out to the sponsor. Um, <laughs> I was going to play with you sometimes. So. And then I tried Yu-Gi-Oh! When I was trying Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my lord. Dude, that shit. So I, I did it until I was 13. I'm pissed at myself now. 12, 13, because at that point I decided girls won't like me if I have these cards. So I threw all that shit away. I had a first edition fucking Shadowless Charizard. That's big money. Yeah. I mean, it was in shitty condition, but that's still big money. Hey, a PSA 5 still goes for like 13 grand right now. Yeah. So. so I'm pissed at myself. I threw it all away. Well, then I think I was 21 and I decided I want to try Yu Gi Oh again. I was doing that, doing competitions of that recently. Oh, did you get them graded yet? We got bricks, boys. Um, no, they're getting sent in soon. Oh, nice. A lot of these are the new ones. I don't really. Oh, I got Charizards. I got Charizards, boys. I got a couple of Charizards. Newer ones, but not. Hey, newer ones are still popular. It's like my daughter's super into it, and I'm like, hey, this gives daddy an excuse. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You come home with like $300 of Pokemon. Yeah, I bought the daughter something. <laughs> Yeah, because that didn't happen. <laughs> hey, we take the wins where we can take right. them. Yeah, I did, I did Yu-Gi-Oh! a couple years ago. I was doing a lot of competitions with that. I went to a, I went to a state-level Yu-Gi-Oh! Really? I think I took 20th. A lot better than I yeah, thought. The only reason I took 20th was because we started at 8 in the morning, and it was 9.30 at night, and they still had three more rounds to go, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, that's a long I'm day. like, there is enough BO in this room. <laughs> no offense, but... That's yeah. big of a room with that many. There's like 300 people at this place. There's some some of them don't shower much as it is, but then you have that many of them that close that long. It was. There's something just really strange when you go to either card gaming events on that grand of scale or or like cons mm -hmm. like gaming or Comic Con. Because man, not only is there always sickness that goes around, but it definitely has a scent there's, that is not appealing. It's not one you can. It's not PO, but PO and something. It's like a mixture of like, I don't know. It's, it, you it's got, right? not you great. Can't describe yeah, it. It it's not, not great. <laughs> it is not enjoyable. Look, the gaming's enjoyable, but once you can really start smelling, you're like, it. It smells like if you like covered your body in BO, but then like didn't shower for a day and then ran a marathon. That's what like a convention smells like after like two days. I just figured out how I'm gonna win the Boston Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta stand in the front smell like right? that, and they're like, first oh, deep breath. I'm <laughs> done. I, uh, I actually um, in second grade, I saw the sixth graders were playing magic, mm -hmm. and I convinced my parents to go buy me a starter deck number seven. So I had a magic starter deck, and I went and started playing magic with them in second grade. And I actually beat one of the better people really? with this deck. And I still remember to this day this kid looking at me and going, dude, you're good. And he looked at his buddy, dude, you suck. You've <laughs> never done as good as him. <laughs> you know what's weird about Magic now is uh, they've changed the format. Well, there's I, multiple formats now. I, I like what Magic does, though, is like for their, I think, what is it called, Standard? Yeah. Where you're only allowed to go back so far mm -hmm. and use cards. I love that. Now, I wish. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that, because I've, since COVID, a lot of places aren't doing anything, mm -hmm. but Magic has all gone online for standard play. So they have Magic Arena, which is like their online thing, which I've been playing a, a lot lately, but a lot of places now play Commander. 
I haven't tried Commander. It's. I, I know that it's like hundred card deck. It, mm. You're supposed to be able to like spam the board a lot quicker. It's a hundred. on what you do. It's a hundred card deck. You can't. You can only have one copy of every card unless oh, it like specifically says like there's like five cards in the whole entire Magic world that say like you can have multiple ones, but you can only have one unique card, and then you have a commander and it has to be a legendary creature. And basically how it works is like your deck's here, your commander's here, so when you get the mana to bring your commander in, you can bring him in at any point. Mm -hmm. And then if he dies, he goes back to that spot. He just costs two more mana each time he dies to bring back out. Okay, so that's not too complicated. The, the problem is, the problem that I have with it so far is since I've been out of magic for close to 10 years, I don't know what 90% of these cards do anymore. So when you're playing with a bunch of vets who've been playing since, since the 80s and Yeah, shit. you know, they're like throwing out all these combos and I'm like, what do those cards do? <laughs> you know, because I don't know. Okay. I don't know what any of the cards do that. anymore. I got a bunch of my buddies at work when we have to do inventory because we show up at like 6.30 at night and we're there till 2 in the morning to do it. If we find out, hey, we're working the same schedule, lunch break, these are the criteria for the deck you can bring yeah which makes it a lot of fun because it last time it was you cannot have more like it was you have to have a minimum of three mana like three different colors you cannot have more than two of any individual creature or spell and everything has to be a common rank oh okay so you can't have like big boy like yeah i'm like so pretty much everything's like one ones and one two yeah so everything so much fun yeah that's what I like. I, I think I did, did like green, red, and blue. Yeah. And I did mostly like a burn deck. I think I had one creature and a whole shitload of common like burns. And I just sat there burning them the whole time. See, I, I think that's what's super, no pun intended, magical about magic is that you can. No, there's a pun. <laughs> Doesn't matter who said to, no pun intended. To, <laughs> it is a pun. Is you can, it kind of captures that old like. Small leftover Panda Express. Yes, yes, that is so true. Yeah, that that is a good comparison to what conventions smell like. You're like, why, is why Panda Express here? though? Yeah. Why is it always Panda Express? I don't know. It's, it's just something about it. But uh, it, there's something about Magic where, like, because Pokemon, yeah, you could play it a bunch of different ways, but really, there's only one way to play it. Mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not as familiar, but there's pretty much yeah. only one way to play it. You can try and play it the anime way, but with how cards are made nowadays for yeah. it, it's cheap. Or you can do how I do and play with my nephews, and I'm like, I just have cards that work. <laughs> you guys can't play cards like that. Yeah. And then there's magic, where you can really, you, you can I, have fun making your own oh, yeah. your own rules. But, well, <laughs> Mike says, just get the pot of greed. Oh, dude. And then I played Pot of Greed and dropped two additional cards. Right. <laughs> and then your next two additional cards are just more Pots of Greed. Right. I saw this video. They had the original voice actors for Yugi and Kaiba. They voiced over this uh, duel that these guys played in real life. They had oh, that's so It was funny. like a, what do you want to call it? Like a stage duel. Yeah. And at one point they go, I played Pot of Greed. You hear the entire audience, Boom! <laughs> <laughs> you see the voice actors cracking up, and all the Konami people are laughing. Just boom! Oh. Fuck you, Potter Creed. Have you gone back and tried to watch the anime? I have. Is it any good? It's not as good as it was when you watched it when you were young. Okay. Like I, I've. It's like 
don't know if I should pride myself on this or not. I will anyway. Um, especially because, again, with my wife, she can be like, you're such a nerd. I'm like, our child's watching it with me. Yeah. Um, like, I've rewatched all, like, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! I've watched the first five different generations of it. And it, holy shit, it got complicated quick. Yeah. I think about Generation 3 is when I was like, okay. I fell guys. off. Where did I fall off? So there's, there's Duel Monsters, then GX, 5Ds, Zexel. I think I fell off on 5Ds, because that was when they started doing a lot of... The synchros. Yeah. I still like the synchros when I was playing, but it... Yeah. I don't know. At that point, I start, now there's like seven different types of monster cards. So I'm like, no, too too complicated. Yeah, it, it seems difficult to get into. I did go back. So I went back and watched all of Pokemon up until... I don't know. I watched like the first like couple hundred that were like the OG Pokemon. I tried to get into Yu-Gi-Oh!, and it was just very... I don't remember it being as over-the-top. Mm-hmm. Like... it. The first season of it's yeah difficult. Like, if you went to Battle City... Not bad. I like that. Because that, that was as close to, like, the actual card game nowadays as possible. Right. First Mike season. says, we're the first edition relinquished attack and defense times ten the number of cards. That's OP. Yeah. OP. <laughs> Got one word, magic cylinder. You were I had that happen to me at a competition too. Really? Yeah, I had uh we called we called this guy the dragon dude. I still remember this because I'm pissed about it to this day. I played he did this fusion dragon deck always. I had one card that said, like, if your opponent plays a fusion monster, take control of it. I was like nine and didn't fully understand, other than the fact that I was taking control. He was like, Oh, that means you can only have it for this turn, it comes back to me. So I like, went to attack, and then he played a card that just made me lose immediately because I attacked. And I'm still pissed about it to this day. That sucks. And I'm like, dude cheated me. That's not how that card worked. Yeah. yeah. 17 years later. I'm, <laughs> we'll find I'm almost him. getting over we'll it. We'll find him. Hey, you. <laughs> Cheater. You cheated me 17 years ago. <laughs> but you're in prison now, so that's fair. Yeah, you know. I can forgive you. <laughs> some people take wins, and some people take big losses <laughs> prison is one of those big loss moments hey hey buddy take care of him later yeah, all right take care of him he's got slippery hands mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes lotion he likes lotion <laughs> mike what the fuck <laughs> no i uh I, I think that like i never knew that about you i never knew that you were into magic and pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and well pokemon a little bit Yu-Gi-Oh and it's just funny because, like, like I said earlier, you lived five minutes away, and we were, me and my friends were doing the same things. We were watching, we were staying up watching the cartoons in the mornings, playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, and like, we didn't. I didn't. No one in my group got into magic. I got into magic myself in junior high, but it's just fascinating to think that we were so close, and, yet and so far, yeah, still so far, but we did so many similar things because, like. You know, we mentioned having the game nights at the LAN parties, like mm-hmm. staying up until god-awful hours in the morning playing Halo and Call of Duty and whatever else was popular at the time. And That's that's where you settled your arguments was Halo. Yeah. You having beef with someone? Yeah. Meet me on Sand playing. Trap, son. Yep, Sand Let's Trap. Let's go. Uh, Halo 2. Um, so there's like the one Banshee and it had like a, like a windmill in the center or something. Tr- tr- turmoil? 
That might have been it. No, Zanzibar. That's it. Yeah. Zanzibar. That's, that's you almost got me there. Right I almost forgot. Yeah. Meet me on Zanzibar if I get the sword first. G right. fucking G. Oh, dude. I know the battle yeah. rifle's on the bridge. I'll find it. I remember <laughs> probably the funniest thing we ever figured out during game nights. Uh, one night when Douglas Sharma, we were always at his house. He fell asleep early, and one of us went, Hey, Douglas, Yu-Gi-Oh's on. Immediately jumps up, fully awake. What the? Why would it? It's like three in the morning. <laughs> So it became a running joke whenever he fell asleep first. Douglas, you he was on. Got him. Every time. Every I, time. Yeah, it's, it's... I have a funny story that you probably never heard, and it's super obscure. I don't remember which Halo was dropping, but a bunch of people were at GameStop, and I met up with... I don't remember, I was met up with one of my friends there, and Keenan and his brother and Blake and Brian were there. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? About how long ago was this? This was a while. I, it may have been Halo ODST or... No, it would have been that, after ODST. It may be 4. It might have been 4 because I think I remember that. They, they did like the uh, the comp, the 4 on 4 competitions and they gave away like a thing of yeah. Skyrim or whatever. So I showed up. Yeah, I remember that. And I wanted to get in that tournament really bad. And Kyle Webb, if you remember him... I remember Kyle Webb. He was that. there and I think... Gosh, was it was it Daniel Sanders? There was someone else there that I knew, so I like scrambled to get a team. And the first team we played was Keenan, his brother, and Blake and Brian. They shit on us Dude. so bad. I I remember, I remember <laughs> the prep good. of them talking before that. It was not good. They beat us like fifty to like eleven. <laughs> Dude, they literally. That's all. Did. Yeah. Like weekends, they those four would get together and just play Halo. Well, like I, I remember the build ups that I remember them being like, Oh guys, we're playing Wes's team. Wes is good. The other guys, eh. Dude, they <laughs> not even not even relatively close. Not even uh, and I think it was because like I could I peer pressured everyone <laughs> I into it into playing, so they were not about it. And I was like, damn, are we gonna lose to these guys? And they're like, my like little ragtag team, like, no, we're going to beat them. And then, we like, this. two minutes this. in, I'm like, guys, we're not beating them. It was on Snowbird. I think that was the name. Oh, yeah. The one where there's the boundaries where the laser guns will shoot you if you go out of it. Dude, those, they those just. Those were always my favorite. They just stomped on us. Dude, yeah. Every time anyone played those And then I got guys. my copy and I left. <laughs> I wasn't sticking around. I was I, so upset. There was me, Sheldon, and one other of our friends and we could not find a fourth person but me and Sheldon looked at each other and we're both like dude we're not gonna beat Keenan's team did they end up winning the tournament no they took third third I, I remember they took third and they were like ah, we don't want Skyrim anyway at that point I was like Skyrim sucks screw Skyrim oh was that the prize yeah that was the like the main prize Skyrim? was Skyrim mm-hmm. nowadays I'm like yeah Skyrim's a shit oh. when Skyrim Remastered came out dude I had that shit pre-ordered I was Playing that the second it was downloaded. Bethesda has made so much money off of me on just one IP. I have bought Skyrim on the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the Switch, the PC, <laughs> twice, my PlayStation 4, my PlayStation 3. I have bought copies of Skyrim for three people on the computer because they were like, I've never played Skyrim. I'm like, it's $19. I got you. 
I have probably spent like three hundred dollars on fucking Sky. No, no dude, way you, more than you that. You spent more than th- way more than that. I will generously say a thousand. Cause like yeah, cause they were sixty bucks each when I bought them for the consoles for when the they first came out. Five. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in deep. Bethesda, I, you. If you're listening, Bethesda, if you fuck me on Skyrim Six and it is not <laughs> the best game ever, coming for that ass. It come for be that good. ass, anyways. It I, better I, be good. I'm gonna be so oh, disappointed dude. if it's not. I think I bought it twice. I bought it. I bought it on sale for Xbox One, the original, and I was like, oh man, this is so fun. And I heard the remastered. And when I saw the just the graphics, sold me. I'm like, I gotta do this and. Because, you know, I'm nerdy. I found the mod that turned it all into Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Their mods are so much fun. Todd Howard did it again. (laughs) God damn it, Todd. I'm going to find where he sleeps. I'm going to wax that ass, Todd. No, I... uh, (laughs) No, it's... uh, I think Skyrim probably was... I feel like Skyrim was the first game of our generation that really bought... um, or, excuse me, brought a bunch of people into gaming. Because, like, I remember, like, there was a bunch of... see it. Like, women in gaming wasn't as popular when we were in, like, or, junior or high. Or it and, was, like, underground, kind of, yeah, like, it was underground. the cards and such. Yeah. Like, how now it's come out more. Less people... Le- I feel like less women talked about playing games because it just was still not... More... It wasn't as mainstream. Mm-hmm. And Skyrim, I felt, was one of those first games that really broke down that barrier of, like... Not only was everyone playing it, all the guys were playing it, but girls were jumping on board and playing. Like, I knew it tons was, of people. Well, it's kind of for me. It was the first open world game that I played that I thoroughly enjoyed. Like, I tried like Dragon Age type games. I tried so many other open world games, and I'm just like, I, I don't even know if you could call uh, some of the Assassin's Creeds like open world. Kinda, Maybe some of these newer ones, yeah. Kind of like. I never played an open world game that I was like, yes, this, I'm really loving this. And I played Skyrim. I love Skyrim because you can restart that shit so many times and be totally different. Yeah, completely. I I think I've beat, beat is a subjective word in Skyrim, but I've gone through the main story. You've accomplished. Yeah, I've gone through the main story of Skyrim twice, completely different results both times. And I've probably played eight different characters throughout the years of Skyrim and all of them are in different facets of it. The you know only I mean? one that I never really got far in was because I just watched a shit ton of fairy tale where the main character is a fire um, mage pretty much or fire, a dr- fire dragon mage. So I was like, man, I want to be a simply fire using mage in Skyrim. That'd be tough. That was bullshit. I think I got to the first like I don't know, like Wolf or something, and just got, just got yeah. destroyed. And I'm like, this is this is not a good idea. I'm like, fine, I'm going to go to the college. I'm going to go get trained. Got stuck by, like, trolls and shit. Yeah. I couldn't even run to get away. <laughs> that, was, that was the only time that I was like, this was a bad idea. I'm going to restart. So the next one I played as a tank, I went and I fucking got my dragon bone armor and weapons. I maxed out my archery. I maxed out everything and every troll I found. Like, fuck you. I saw a meme where it was all, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna start playing Skyrim. I'm gonna start playing Skyrim and do a different playthrough, and I'm not going to play archery. And then like 30 minutes in, it's like, 
Maybe I just need to level it up a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, stealth Archer. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike gets it. Stealth Archer. The last one I did, I did Stealth Archer with uh, Atronarchs. Oh, okay. That'd be kind of fun. So I, and I maxed that out so I could like summon two of them to go attack everything. I sit there in the back just shoot. Yeah, so you got some tanks. and then you got looking the... for like, the dragon priests. Mm. And... No, it, that's just the fascinating thing about Skyrim is, I mean, it's been out for... The original release was 2013? I think it was... 12, no, we were 12. still in high school. I remember I talking know. about Skyrim. I think it was... It might have been 11 then. Let me see. Possibly Skyrim 10 years. original release date. Yeah, November 11th of 2011. Holy shit. So we were... 10 years. We were in 11th grade. I didn't even discover it until after high school, so... Yeah. It's just weird that Skyrim is one of those only one of those games that literally, eleven years later, and there's still people streaming it and playing it. And it's still entertaining. Or, that's the thing. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, my one brother-in-law, he's done the same thing with buying Skyrim like you have. Like I have no regrets. Like every PlayStation has come out on his Switch. He's bought it for the Switch like three times because he plays like a shit ton of it. <laughs> like he takes his Switch everywhere and plays it. Then he's like, man, I've just burnt out on it like a month later. I got Skyrim again. Yeah, and... hey, you know, Skyrim <laughs> Skyrim's one of those comfort games where you're like, man, it's Friday night. I don't got anything. To... Skyrim's here for me. I Not appreciate it. I'm like, kids are all asleep. Wife's asleep. I got 10 minutes. Loads. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The loading is tough. The loading is tough. There's lots of mods, though, now for mods PC are and... They really make I, the game. I just got on Xbox One still in it. I they got mods, the mods on there. Yeah. No, it's it's fascinating. Was there a game that you that like? How do I word this? Was there a game that was like your secret like passion that you put like way too many hours in that you don't want to admit? It? I'll go first. Mine, Left for Dead Two. I don't think I ever played Left for Dead. I probably have on the PC. I think I have like thirty or forty hours. I think on the Xbox 360, I have like two or three hundred. <laughs> um, it's just one of those fun games. I'm trying to think. Uh, so I, I have kind of two different categories for it. I have one that I'm very proud of how much time I put into it because of how it paid off for me later down the road. Okay. Um, and then the other one is uh, every Pokemon game up until Sword and Shield, I have played through and I've put a minimum of like 200 hours on each and every. Respect that. I, I mean yellow blue not like one from each one it's oh, every, every i've gone and gotten all of them i've probably put two or three hundred hours into each one that's probably my secret one just because a lot of people be like that's a shit that is time, a lot of pokemon. that's a lot of pokemon uh, the, one, the one that i'm very proud of was uh i used to play it all the time with my cousins was golden eye oh yeah on the uh 64 64 yeah yeah so I'm so proud of how much time I put into that because when my friend group, like Andres, Douglas, Nathan, when they discovered it, they thought they were going to be tricking me at game night. They're like, dude, we found a new game. You're going to have no idea. We're going to kick your ass. It's going to be great. And I'm like, okay, what is it? They're like, just watch. Wait until we get it loading. They turn it on and hand me the controller. I look and I see Golden Knight come up and I'm just like sm not trying to smile. I'm like, yeah, guys, I've never played this. First level, golden gun. Dude, yeah, they're like, how the fuck did you go through a wall? I'm like, oh, if you go up to certain walls and press a certain button, yeah. you can go through them and you can find hints. I'm just 
like no kills for anyone else. I'm just dominating them. Oh, I love Goldeneye. That that made me so happy that night. Goldeneye multiplayer was where boys became men. Yeah. Because you just like. And whoever got the golden gun, you immediately went running. Yeah. Because it, it really was one of those games where like if you could not deal with the inverted or understand oh, like yeah. the yellow arrow movement well, it's over. It's over. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Deej says Minecraft. I agree. I have put a godly amount of hours in Minecraft. Too. I haven't done Minecraft just because I know I would. Dude, it's smart. Minecraft is one of those games where it's been out now for 15 plus years, I think. and it, Something like that, yeah. It's still, till this day, I can get on and just play for hours and hours and not have any remorse because it's the, just peaceful. The thing that bothers me with Minecraft is I'm like, the graphics were already rough. And if I go back and play an old game, I'm like, man, these graphics are pissing me off. You can't do that with Minecraft. It's like, I can't tell if the graphics got worse. <laughs> or <laughs> they, they got some mods now that clean up the graphics, but it's just one of those games where I don't know what it's about. Like, what, what it is about Minecraft that is just so... I feel like you need to go watch this South Park episode about Minecraft. <laughs> I might have. I think I've seen that one. It's oh. addicting. Minecraft is addicting in a weird way because, I don't know, it's just fun. But I think Left 4 Dead's my secret one that people don't, I don't tell that I have a... Have too much time. Yeah, it's so fun. You're, I'm well experienced in this game. Let's just leave it at yeah, that. Yeah, I've played a round or two. Uh, Minecraft might be my most, absolutely most played game. If you have all the play time since like 2010. Yeah, I might, well, okay. Let's talk some fucking basement dwelling. I, my most played game is World of Warcraft. I, I've never played the legit World of Warcraft like online, but I've played uh, three, the Frozen Throne. Yeah. Played through the campaign several times, and I've played just the like playing against computers. Yeah. I've probably put a couple hundred hours into that. Dude, I played. I was a, I was a Blizzard fanboy since I was like ten. Started with Warcraft two. My dad played it a lot. Got into Warcraft two. Got into Warcraft three. Heavy. Played a lot of multiplayer. Warcraft 3. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And then when World of Warcraft came out, me and my dad, this was 2004. So we were in fourth or fifth grade. That's what I like about our school years. You like, just know. What, what year was it? 2004? Oh, I was in fourth, fourth grade. grade. How many hours in Wild West? Dude, I, it's not hours. It's days, bro. I don't. It's months. It's no. It's, <laughs> it's, I recently did the math. And it's pretty gross. I do not wish to share. Um, but I like, put it behind, like down here. Like, <laughs> it's show, show me in fingers. It made me six. I have fifteen hundred plus in Minecraft, dude. I got like two and a half years in WoW. Wow. Yeah. So like unintended. It, yeah. It's uh, it's a problem. <laughs> but granted, that's over like sixteen years of gaming. So. That's me trying to justify so, it. So that one year where no one saw you, that was not on what? <sighs> Just lots of wow. But uh, wow was one of those experiences for me that I think also maybe pushed, going, harkening way back to the start of the story about socializing and being like, knowing how to communicate with individuals. It really started with wow. And this is a weird way to get to that point, but as like a fourth or fifth grader playing an MMORPG using voice chat channels with adults, 
In, you know, yeah. in fourth grade, they're also teaching us to be aware of talking to people online. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. I didn't care. Do you not remember that computer program? Yeah. Like, Tell us which one is the predator. <laughs> Every time I remember being pissed because it was all three doors that they said to click on were predators. Yeah. Like, okay. Dude, okay. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to get off subject because I could talk about WoW for a while. Come back next week. I'm having someone come on our late show. We're going to talk a lot about WoW. But... <laughs> I need to get into your weird subconscious with something because this is, this has I don't been driving know if you me. You want that? But... Wow. Not that side of it. Okay. Oh. I have been thinking of a fuck. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy. At least I got chicken. Um. Okay. <laughs> growing up at Woods Cross Elementary, do you remember there was when we started to get a computer lab time and we were learning how to type and different shit like that. There was specifically a couple games that we were allowed to play. There was one that was like, I feel like it was like a math or English game, but then when you were, when you beat like a level, you got to watch like a weird animated like balls like bouncing around making weird noises and like little mazes you could go through. And then the other one, there was like, it, it sounds vaguely familiar. I remember, like, it was a special program, like, you had to type your full first and last name into it, and then, yes. like, you went in, I think you would choose, like, between math or reading or something. Yeah. But I can't remember much and past then that, there was other a, than getting yelled at because I kept typing in Harry Potter. <laughs> there was another game, too, where it was, like, you were a little guy, and you would go into these doors, and you'd have to do something, and then you would get, like, parts. And you'd, like... Oh, yeah, I remember that one. But, like, we never had enough time to, like, finish. Whatever it was. Yeah. And then everyone that. would have to go back and restart. And I was just, like, I'm dying to find someone that's, like, who knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Fuck you. Now I'm sitting here, like, dude, what What were we going to build? It, it tortures my mind for years now. I think I know what you're talking about. I know everyone who's around this area knows. Now, I'm not talking about AR reading. No, no, not that. Which was a fucking dumb system. Yes. I don't know if they still do, but it's stupid as hell. Nothing made me want to read less than telling me that I had to read to get these fake points. To go to some dumbass party. I remember they did a dance party once. I'm like, none of us want to dance. I remember all the way through elementary, we would always just get bodied by Cassidy Hills. Shouts out. <laughs> yeah, well, because her, her hair regal was like two or three hundred points. Every time. Every time. She would body the whole school. Yeah. I don't re- uh, I never you- talked to you outside elementary, but I remember that. And you used to love Harry Potter in like second grade. I always thought her and Zach Page were going to get married. I think, Just because of how close they were. I think everyone in elementary wished that would have happened. Because they were so close. It was like, oh, the- yeah. Like, if you ever ship couples, that was, like, the ship. That, that was the first one I think we all yeah. shipped. We all like, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't, yeah. I haven't. Zach, specifically, Cassidy, and, like, that whole group, I never really engaged with much, even when we went to I high ever, school. I don't think I really ever talked to him. I was, I kind of talked to Zach in elementary. He was kind of, like, teetered on that group that would play, like, sports with us sometimes, would also play, like, other fun games like wall ball and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I was never super close with them. And then in high school, it was another one of those ones where like you see him, you're like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. But never I, I don't even think I was at that point with him. I think mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's Zach. 
Yeah, I had a huge read. Bieber, your reading goals are... So... Yeah, you were saying in another podcast she reads, like, several books a month or... Bro, it's... So... She doesn't pay attention to you. She has books. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's a joke. It's a joke. I I swear. I have never said that, Bieber. You can... He's joking. Um, No, she... Her last... We did the math. Her last month, February, she listened to 300 hours of Audible, and I did the math. If she was awake for 15 hours a day, she listened to more... To half of the time she was awake to books. Damn. And I was like, oh, So she wasn't paying attention to you. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, Sound like it would have been me. It's a joke. I could care less about school if I had a good book. That was the thing is like... If If you could find a good book at that age, yeah, yeah, books were great. Books were great. But but a lot of the time, like you said, it was being told, oh, you have to read. God, dude, I just... Now all my elementary memories are flooding. Do you remember going to the library and everyone having to fight for like the same books that they wanted? Like... A Shaq Fu book. I was thinking about this recently. Um, how we'd go into the library, we'd sit in the little alcove, and uh, Mrs. Ezeger would read us yeah. a book. I remember. I the thing I keep thinking about is thinking, man. I remember the library being huge. I went to my daughter's library at her school, and I'm pretty sure it's the same size. And I'm like, this shit is tiny. I'm like, I remember you could jump those three steps, and you were a legend to get down into the bottom. Yeah. I'm like, I remember a legend. Being, yeah, a legend. Like it was. You were known by all everyone in your grade, like, oh, so and so just he cleared all three. He cleared them. Do you remember when we would have to what year was it? Second grade, I think, or third grade? Maybe even first, where we would have to all of the cause okay, for some backstory, when we were in elementary at our specific school, we did classes, meaning there was A or tracks. We were on a track system. So there's A, B, C, and D track, meaning that one track would be off every month. So if I if Cody and I were on A track and then some of our friends were on B track, we would be in school in January, but they might be off in January. And then in February, we might be off in February, but they would be on. And then so on and so forth. And to be a rotating every month the track would be off with these four tracks. But do you remember the one year where they would bring us all in to that little alcove and we had to sing? Oh yeah. Well that was uh is that first? There was first grade. We did it for the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, no, that was second grade. Second, second grade. Yeah, 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because uh, my teacher that year got married, and they, the kids in my class took this one song they were supposed to sing and made it about their wedding. Oh. I don't remember the song because I just remember I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Um, I think third grade we did it too. Who was your teachers? Because I'm very curious how many we went. Uh, oh, shit. Who were they? I had Mrs. Morby in first. First, I had Miss Nelson. Okay. Second, I had Flanagan, who was actually my neighbor before Dave moved in. Uh, second, I had... Shit, what was her name? Miss uh, Miss Meekum. Meekum. Because that, that was her last year there, was yeah. when she got married. Third, I had Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. We had Bateman together. Fourth, I had Hayes. I had Gerlock. Gerlock. Fifth. Uh, I had substitutes, and Gerlock was the technical name of the teacher. That's right. I forgot about that, because Ger- wasn't she... Gerlock was always gone. Yeah. Fifth, I Which had... Which we actually had uh, my second grade teacher as a sub a lot, too. Right. Fifth, I had Fahim. Had... Shit, I don't even remember her name. I don't remember who all the... There was... She, she was brand new that year. 
Was it the one whose I sister heard... was a model? No. No, that was, that was Squire. That Never was forget. Squire. Never uh, forget, boys. Her, her dad was my ninth grade science teacher. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I don't even remember her name. Because uh, I remember she was some girl's aunt that we were in that grade. Oh, okay. I just remember she was old and grumpy looking mm-hmm. all the time. That... In six, I had Mitchell. And I had uh, Wil- Wilcox? No. Wilson? Davis. Davis. That's who it was, was Davis. Miss Mitchell ended up did getting fired for all the rumors that we all thought were true. Oh, yeah? Yeah, pills and, like, porn in her. Like, a VCR tape of porn. Uh, a bunch of shit. I don't want to know that she's watching porn. That's just... Ugh. Yeah, it's weird. The weirdest thing ever happened to me. I was in eighth grade. Um, my mom does a lot of, like, scrapbooking stuff. And mm-hmm. She does, like, scrapbooking parties. She was really good friends with my sixth grade teacher, Miss Davis. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a party at her house. Well, they for, she forgot like something or needed something. So me and my dad took it to her at Miss Davis's house. Every single one of my elementary school teachers, besides Miss Meekum, were all sitting there in that room at that party. I walk in and all of them, "Hi, Cody." Oh, that'd no. be so weird. No. Oh. <laughs> and I'm a weird and nightmare. I hadn't seen any of them for at least two years, and I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. I remember just turning to my dad. I'm like. Yeah, I would have not. Like, that would have been weird. They're like trying to ask me questions and shit. I'm like, because like, no, <laughs> teacher, especially like elementary, is one of the weirdest things, right? Because to us, when we're going through it, a teacher is like this weird, authoritarian like figure in our life. But it's like a weird relationship. Mm-hmm. But then when we're adults, we're like, oh, that's just their career. They're just teachers. But mm-hmm. our teacher specifically, it just feels so, ah, I don't know. It's different. Okay. I don't know how much you work with the public at your job or if at all. Um, have you ever run into one of your old teachers that you absolutely hated and thought they were a terrible teacher and had them be like, oh, yeah, wasn't I your teacher at one point? No, I haven't had to. I have a couple of times. Really? I had my seventh grade English teacher showed up at my work about three months ago. It's like, oh, Cody, right? Did I teach you in like seventh grade? I'm like, yeah. She goes, yeah. You were a good kid. And I'm just sitting there like yeah, smiling. Sh- as soon as she walked away, I looked at the person I was working with. I'm like, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> I hated her so bad. And they're like, man, you smiled that off pretty well, didn't you? I'm like, make it till you make it. I'm like, dude, there's so many of my teachers that have come through. They're like, I liked you. I'm like, I had some them. interactions at Domino's, but nothing like blaring. Mm-hmm. I. I just want to talk. Okay, so who was the lady in elementary? And I, the only way that I can explain this is she was the lady with the ginormous rack, but not Miss Weber. Her, is that her name? Yeah. Where the she would come. High, good looking, whatever. Yes, and she would come and like yeah, the, read stories, the, and the, she like, talked. The I circle of revenge, and I hated her. Yeah. Just because of her motto of high good looking, every time she came in and made everyone like point and do that. I forgot about that. I hated that. I thought that was so... Looking back now, I'm like, that was a good thing to do for all those kids. Yeah. Telling them to like do the affirmations and everything. I'm like, yeah. that was good. At the time, I'm like, I hate you, lady. I hate you so I much. I forgot about the high good looking. That and uh, I was talking about uh, Mosey and Cooper for dogs. Yep. Yep. God, it's so weird to think back that far. 
I had, I had a question I wanted to ask you about high school, actually. Yeah. Did you ever do any of the true wildcat challenges? Or yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. Because there's, there's like the true wildcat, the super, the ultimate. or Did you ever do any of those yeah. ones? Which ones? Streaked around the track. Yeah? yeah. Nice. Dick in the wind. Heavy breathing. Did you deal with anybody? Or? Uh, yeah. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> Sworn to secrecy. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Just, just because I wanted to ask you about it, because I'm like, there is, you could streak around the track to be true wildcat, or you could make out on Pride Rock when we got that. I never did that. I, I, I did that one. that one. I did that one with my girlfriend at the time, um, right before we went into the senior party. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it was me, Keenan, Sheldon, and one dude that I don't know who it was. Well, that did know, the streaking. Happened in the sometimes. middle. I want to say it was January. All I know is it was a blizzard. And amongst ourselves, we agreed we could keep our shoes and socks on. Hey, that's a win. That so still counts. We all run the track. I remember the dude, none of, I think Keenan was a friend with him, knew him. He was in the lead. Then it was me. And I remember he's almost fully dressed by the time I got back to our clothes. I'm fully dressed. Keenan gets back. And then Sheldon, because Sheldon kept all his clothes in his hands because he was convinced someone was going to come <laughs> and steal them. Well, <laughs> the only part that worried me about that was okay part worries me now is that i don't know who that other dude was hey he was about as well right well and then keenan as i'm putting my shirt on goes man cody you are really fit bro (laughs) (laughs) don't don't get me wrong i I can joke like that with people but it's never i've never had that relationship with keenan till that point and i've never been naked with another man like just to have no, he was running behind me, <laughs> checking me out well enough to tell me that. That I just remember being oh, just like, Fuck, thanks, Paul. just thanks, buddy. <laughs> We're not gonna talk for a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go to my car and rethink our. We're gonna <laughs> rethink my life decisions. Well, me and Sheldon rode with him, so. <laughs> <laughs> so how fit did you think I was, Kim? Right, I'm like not that fit anymore. <laughs> no, it's uh. Oh, DJ says, what the hell? Why didn't I know about these challenges? I don't know. It was just kind of... I, I thought that was pretty well known. Like, yeah. most people knew, like, there was the true wildcat you had to... Originally, it was just run the track naked, right? Yeah. Then there was, like, the ultimate wildcat you run the track naked with uh, someone of the opposite sex. Yeah. Okay, well, then that's what I had. Yeah. And then... Know. There was... The then there was the make out on Pride Rock and then make out naked. Like... I, I didn't know the Pride Rock thing. That... I only knew that one because my girlfriend at the time said she wanted to become a true wildcat. I'm like, oh, let's go run naked. No, she wasn't. She wanted to make out. She just wanted to make out. Um, then I know the biggest one was you had to run around the inside of the school naked and then sit in the principal's chair. Did anyone actually do that? I'd heard stories that Peter Howie did. I could see that. Rest but in peace. I, I never, right, rest in peace. I never heard from, like, him. I... I remember I asked him once, he's just like, I don't know, bro, did I? I would have easily done all of them. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was fun. Yeah, once you get on that track naked and it's snowing, though, it... Uh, that track, seem, that track it, seems a lot longer when you're... It's a lot further when you're naked. Yeah, it's definitely... That run seems a lot longer when you're not clothed with people around. When you're dick slapping back yeah. side to side and you're like, it's pretty... Guys, it's cold, I swear. It's When you're out with the worst cardio and everyone's like, speed this shit up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Good not times, fun. right? It's not fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, 
it's fascinating. I just think that elementary was one of those things that, because we're starting to get to that age where we're like starting to kind of forget mm-hmm. elementary as a whole. Like I remember bits and pieces, but like when I connect with people who we went to school together, there's like things that just come out. Like I posted a picture of like every school, every person who grew up in the nineties, early two thousands had one of these in their school. And it was those things where you put in 50 cents and you push it and you get one of the pins or the pencils where it would like the lead would be one thing. And if it ran out, you put the lead back to the top and it'd push another lead out. Do you remember those? It was like the, let me see if I can find a picture. I don't think I ever had like a legit pencil one of those. I always had like the colored pencil version. Where yeah. You just keep changing the color out. So I think they're called cylinder pencils. Uh, what's this uh, now? Is it? Right. I think it's it's trying to take me to Amazon. I think it was like those. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it was like the original mechanical pencil, I think. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. It was before, like, you would just push the top of the eraser. Yeah. It was actually, like, each you had to chunk. put it down. Yeah, there was, like, chunks of, like, plastic with lead where you, mm-hmm. you'd ran out, you'd put it at the top, you push it down, you get the next one. And they were so cool back in the day, too. Yeah. Anyone was, who had one was like, dude. You were hot shit. That's cool. That's pretty um, cool. I also really, really remember the Halloween events at our school being top-notch. I wish they still did the uh, Halloween parade thing. Yeah. I don't know if schools really do that anymore. I know my daughters didn't. Yeah. Probably because of COVID. But I remember that. I always thought that was cool. Right. Because, like, we, you would do the parade. You'd walk through all the classrooms. And then you would go into the lunchroom. And then everyone's parents would be there. Oh, yeah. And then, like, each class wasn't, like, fifth grade. You'd have to do that song where they would, like, have, like, the floating heads. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Halloween performance or whatever. Yeah. Is it, that, uh, I remember there's like the Ghost of John. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something it? like that. That's, I remember there's a few songs, but that's the only thing I can think of for it. Did you end up going to our five-year anniversary? Did we talk about this yeah. last time? Yeah, we did that, where I almost brought a gun to it. By yeah, accident. Accident, yeah. I really... I, I think you should go through with your party idea, like get a hold of them and be like, can I throw a party for this? Yeah, like an actual party, like something good. Cause I mean, is there anyone that we know that was in a band, or isn't a band currently that we went to school with? <clears throat> I know, I know Nick Safakis is in a reggae band. Yeah, he's. I know he's in a reggae band. I can't think of anyone who's like. I don't know if he would be. Uh, he would do something like that. He's actually pretty famous now. They outsold Bob Marley. His band outsold Bob Marley a couple months in a row. Oh shit! Yeah, they're like damn. They're like a big I, I didn't reggae know he was band. that big. I, yeah, I knew he was doing good. But... Yeah, he's a big reggae band. Yeah, that's who you need to be reaching out to. Yeah, I, need it. I, he was one of those kids that like I was always pretty cool with, and I was friends with James a little bit, who was friends yeah, with him. This. But I never had many interactions. That's kind with of about him. where I was with him. Like later, Mike. Thanks for hanging out. I remember, uh, like he posted the video of him. Like his music video the yeah, other day. Yeah. I remember watching it and I was like, that is not the Nick I remember. Nah. I remember Nick was like out like sports guy. Know, sports guy. Yeah, yeah. Like fit like football and shit. Yeah. And see I don't know, just seeing him like, whoa, what 
I want to hear his story. I want to know. Yeah, me too. I do remember, I'll see at the end of high school, he started like trying to grow out his dreads, started mm-hmm. doing more with music and like the halls and such. Didn't he win a car too? Do you remember that? Was it him that won the car? Yeah. Not the, I feel like he won like a, like through his, through like church or something. Like I think he was Catholic. Don't quote me on this, guys. I feel like he won like or a dude. Charger or a Challenger through church somehow. Doesn't sound familiar to me. Mm. He, he might have. I just didn't hear about it. And then yeah, I forgot we did a giveaway of a car. Yeah, we did school. the car giveaways. The keys or whatever. Keys six. I never got one of those. I got some, but I didn't even go fucking out there because I was like, I'm not gonna win it. What? She was staged. I didn't care to go up to my teacher and be like, Hey, I want to be successful and get a car. Yeah. Because I knew it was gonna be a piece of shit car. Yeah. I do. I'll be honest. The thing I miss most about high school is having foods class first in the morning. So I could show up and not have breakfast and make breakfast. Yeah. Our element, I mean, our high school did do a lot of things really well. I think that relatively there wasn't a lot of bullying. I, I don't know, maybe it was just a group I hung out with, but I don't recall any bullying at all, honestly. I feel like there were some people. I, I'm just, there, there probably was. I feel like Sheldon. Oh, uh, okay. I would, Sheldon was a person Sheldon. who definitely got the short end of the stick sometimes. Sheldon got sure. Sheldon got a bad bit. Of course, I was right up there yeah. with Sheldon, so I was seeing his experience of it, so I guess I wouldn't have seen it as much of bullying. We're just kind of like, oh, dude, just ignore him, let yeah. it go. He, I, felt, I feel like he was someone that... He got he got the short end of the stick pretty bad. Yeah. It, Sheldon's a smart guy. He just did some things that were stupid, and it just kind of resonated more. Yeah. I feel like... I, I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like he was too confident to be in high school with who he was because people see that and want to bring it down bring it down like hanging out with him and all like i there are some dumbass stories that sure <laughs> that happened one of them i didn't even get in trouble with and it was totally my fault happens i can tell you that story quick if you want because it's past the statute of limitations um <laughs> if you want to let's hear it so do you ever go to mosquito park yeah. a lot yeah yeah, yeah. Do you remember about 10 years ago, there was some donuts done in the middle of the field? <laughs> yeah. Here's the story behind that. <laughs> so, uh, Sheldon's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. Keenan's in the back seat. We're driving to meet up with uh, Shelby and Sarah, who's hanging out all the time. Right. Yeah. I can't remember who it was Sheldon had a crush on at the time. But we park, and as smart ass as I can be, I'm like, dude, we should go off-roading or four-wheeling, something. And me and Keenan, Keen, she's like, dude, no, we shouldn't. That's stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah, stupid over here. Oh, shit. <laughs> he starts doing donuts in the middle of the soccer field, comes back and parks in the same spot. And like, and then we get out and we're talking to the girls and like three joggers come by and take the license plate number. He's like, oh, I wonder why they're doing that. I'm like, dude. Oh, no. So... We take his car to his house. We pick up Keenan's car. We're there to pick up Sheldon, and the police show up. And Sheldon's walking out of the house, and the officer's like, Are you Sheldon? We need to have a talk. His sister comes out of the house. What the fuck did you finally do? And Sheldon's like, pointing at me. He's like, He's the one that told me to do it. And I start getting out of the car, because I'm like, Oh, it jigs up. And the officer goes, I don't give a fuck that he told you to do it. You're the idiot that did it. Oh, good. And so I just like sat back down in the car. <laughs> and me and Keenan's like, I'm going to leave. 
So we left. Um, oh, he had a crush on Sarah at the time. Okay. I remember that was so funny to me because he got sentenced to community service oh. working for the parks department and his supervisor was Sarah's dad. <laughs> wow. Ain't that yeah. a weird twist of events? <laughs> he didn't talk to me for a while. Well. Understandably. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's fair. But like I said, he's a confident guy, he's a smart guy, he just did some stupid things. Yeah. And I remember everyone being like, dude, why would you listen to Cody? <laughs> and I'm like, not that I say terribly stupid things at this point, but I wouldn't have listened to me. <laughs> well, you know, still gotta have a fun time. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, there was, there's lots of stories of being dumb, doing dumb stuff. I'll tell you one that was probably the scariest moment. Um, <laughs> statue of limitations is how many years? About 10. Yeah, it seems it's close fun. enough. It seems fine. So, um, a couple of my buddies who live on the street, um. We didn't say the address, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> no. Um, you know who turn, you are. Turn off the GPS. <laughs> I know. I know you guys listen sometimes. Mountain, yeah. We, uh, those two specifically like to build some pipe bombs. Oh, shit. And, like, there would be times where I'd be sitting here, and I would hear one go off, and I would call, and I'd be like, is that you guys? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I heard that from my house. Where are you guys? like, mosquito. I'm like, Jesus. Like, that's, that's like rocking the foot. Like, I heard that clear as day in my room. So, anyways, fast forward, we're... We built a really, they built a really, really, like, big one, big pipe bomb, and we're at Mills Park, and our plan is to go up to the B and light it and toss it down that down in the runway, water. the waterway thing that gets all graffiti and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, we're sitting at Mills Park just hanging out, and a cop pulls up. Oh, shit. And, of course, my ass has it in, like, a sling backpack. And, like, because, you know, sling backpacks were kind of the yeah, thing. Yeah, it was a thing. And not that we weren't, none of us, like, smoked weed or anything like that. But, like, I feel like the officer assumed that we were doing something along those lines. Because we're at Mills Park. It's, like, 8 o'clock. We're, like, goofing around, not really doing anything. And then when he shows up, we just get really quiet. quiet. So, like, he's like, so what are you guys doing? And we're, like, just hanging out. Like, huh, doing what? We're just talking. Like, we're all, like, you know, wide-eyed, like, what are we doing? Don't search me, don't search me, don't and search me. He looks at me, and he's like, you just out here just hanging out? I'm like, yeah, like, we're playing basketball for a while. He's like, well, what's in your backpack? I'm like, schoolwork? He's like, Okay. Well, park closes an hour. You guys have to get out of there then. Otherwise, we're coming back. I'm like, okay. And I'm sitting here like, just shit in my pants. Like, <laughs> I bet. Like, hiding back the shaking. And I'm like, <laughs> he leaves. And I'm like, guys, that pipe bomb is in my backpack. And they're like, oh, my God. Because, like, we could have got, like, really, oh, you did. really you did. Oh, I don't even been, know. What, you'd have been doing time. I don't know sure. what. I mean, we weren't 18, but I don't know what kind of charges that is. 
do you, you can be charged as an adult still. Yeah. Like, it is a shit can go it, down. It was a pipe bomb that like potentially could have like hurt somebody. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we beating up bullies? Yeah, dude, you got to beat up bullies. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Bullies, bullies got to come in, in my opinion. You remember all that teaching in the elementary two how to identify a bully? Kinda. I just remember one thing was if you confront a bully, they'll back down. Yeah. That's how I always assumed I wasn't a bully because I would never back down. It's good like, to look at it. Bullies back down if you stand up to me, and I, I don't. I don't feel like. I don't know if we had any bullies in elementary either. There was kids who definitely got bullied. Oh yeah. You know, but I don't know. Uh, I kind of feel like Tyler McBride did a little bit. He was one like, of the kids I was just talking about. Yeah. Kid. Like I, I remember like fourth grade was like really rough for him. He was in my class. I remember him having a really rough time. Yeah. He had a rough time. And Tyler's like, I don't know if you still listen or not, Tyler, but growing up, he was like one of my, I feel like he was one of my first really good friends. And like, we always stayed really close all the way through high school and stuff. Like as close as we could. And, you know, I... I still feel there was a moment that really made me realize how shitty people could be when he was battling cancer in junior high Mm -hmm. and we were on the bus and like he just didn't want to be bothered and kids were like fucking with his hair because he was going through chemo and like his hair would just fall out in gobs and they were like trying to pull his hair out and like shake his hair and I just remember like that was one of those moments like when you look back, you regret not doing something because I, I feel like he was always so great to me. I wish I, and I didn't say anything. I didn't stop him, and I should have. On, when you're younger too, at those times, you don't. Yeah. Think I know. about how it really affect them. I know, and he just didn't deserve that because he was such a, such I, a sweetheart. I do remember in body conditioning class with him when he started growing the rat tail though. Every day, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna cut that off. Oh yeah, 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 because that was like the. Everyone was doing that because, like, the Jedi braid. Yeah, I remember every time he went to go bench, I'd, like, try and, like, pretend like I was pulling out scissors. (laughs) No! No! Uh, says, I got hella bullied, but it was kind of group bullying. Like, none of them would say shit alone, but a group of kids bullied the hell out of me because I was poor compared to most of the kids at Orchard. That sucks. That's rough. That is something weird with our, this area, because Deej, so he's, Deej, are you three years younger than us? Or two? I can't remember. I think you might be four. Um, Between one and five. Yeah, one and five. We're narrowing it down. Yeah, we're getting there. But he went. He lived around here, and uh, yeah, the the big economic gaps here is fascinating, especially with Scross. Because like, we would go with the poorest of the poor and the richest of the rich. Oh yeah. Either you live down here and you're somewhat okay, or you're, you know. Fucking poor as hell, or you have millions of dollars, and your daddy buys a new football field, and you get a quarterback, <laughs> and you get to be quarterback. Hey, you know what? Shouts out to him. Hopefully, he's doing good. I don't. I never talked to that kid, but I, I kind of wish I'd like kept up with him to find out. I wish I'd kept up with any like the like better football players, see if they actually went anywhere. And I know oh. a couple went to like play for the U, I believe. Yeah, the one kid in our grade, Felipe Macafusi. He was a year younger than us. I thought he was our age. Uh, Felipe was a uh, year younger. Oh, well, he played for the U, and he was a starting linebacker and did really, really well. Felipe was good. He was a good kid. Yeah, I don't know. I liked, I liked him a lot. I don't know if he – I don't think he entered the draft, and I don't know if he ever got 
signed up as a free agent, but I know that he was pretty good at the U. And I hope he did. We were in high school together for one year. Oh, okay. gotcha. Now, see, he's, uh, he's my see James's age then. Yeah, so you know his brother, James Staley. Yeah. I should probably apologize if you do. <laughs> my family's kind of that way. We usually apologize if you know one of us. Yeah. We can be a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I don't know. I definitely want to try and get some more individuals on who we went to school with just because oh, yeah. having those talks would be cool. I think Keenan would be a fun guest, but I haven't reached out. Keenan, I think, would be really good because he, he got married last, I believe it was last year. Um, he's been working for KSL, doing a lot of their video editing. Oh, awesome. I think he'd be a good one. We'd yeah. get a hold of Abraham, like I said. Uh, that kid, uh, he was there for all the shenanigans that my group was doing. Yeah, Abraham would be a good one. He. Oh, he was friends with James. Oh. I'm sorry. Small world. Small world. Yeah, there's lots of people that I'd like to get on. Just, just be fun. be weird to, like... I don't think I've talked to Keenan since the night he boxed that. Um, who did he box? The night that Sheldon and Manuel boxed, he also boxed somebody. I still watch the Sheldon and Manuel fight, by the way. Where is that at? I just know it's on YouTube. Oh, shit. That, find that. It, it might be under uh, B-Boy Mansion, which... Uh, YouTube's about ready to get searched hold on. Yeah, cause that, yeah, I think it's on B-Boy Mansion because that's where we put a lot of uh, like our dancing videos on too was on there. Uh, um, Try looking up like battle buffoons. You might be able to side search it. You Hold might on, even be able gang. to look up Sheldon versus Manuel. Yeah. Oh it my is. god! Yep, B-Boy Mansion. How many years ago was that? Eight. 2011. Yeah, 10 years ago. Okay, hold I on. I like how it's edited. We're gonna pull this up on stream for y'all. So let's... You guys are going to have to give me a second here. Other Steam Media Source. Let's just do Display Capture, Add Source. Um, add Source. I don't know if Keenan's is on there too or not. Okay, guys. We're watching this together. <laughs> I don't think there's any audio. Well, I don't want to play the audio just in case there's music. Man, look at those no. young boys. <laughs> you forget oh, how small of humans we were. <laughs> that was a pretty good hit. That was Honestly, a good that hit. Was that, good that, hit. Was, that was a great start. Not bad. I mean, because that first hit opened up his nose. Like, landed oh, yeah. right on his nose and he was bleeding. I was trying to figure out if Sheldon's like really hyped or if he was like really sunburned. Because if he was really sunburned, I'm like, those punches are going to hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Well, and at this time, 
Manuel was a pretty good. He had been in several fights like this. I just don't think he was ready to get punched right at the start. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, anyone can say what they want about Sheldon. I'll give him this. He's feisty. Yeah. Like he gets in a fight, he goes. Yeah. Well, I, I don't doubt. I bet he's pretty strong too, considering you know anyone who does b boys. There, you're yeah, just you. You're what's that? Is it fundamental strength? Is that the term for it? It's where you're just core, like core strength. Yeah, like you're just strong because your body like has been just built built to, into it. Yeah. Man, back when I was dancing all the time, I used to be able to fold my legs, just sit on my hands, and I could curl my knees to my head with my abs. I can't even fold my legs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kids do that to you. Yeah. And then, I think there was a gap in the video. When Manuel was able to get him to the ground is when... Is that Pele in the back? Yeah. Pele oh, was there with Eli, I think. I remember when he got Sheldon to the ground, because I remember the... Oof! Yeah. Yeah, this is where... Manuel kind of took over as far as... The ground goes. Yeah. I think that's kind of the end of it. At this point, they had... Yeah. I don't think they really do much now. Oh, he rips his shirt. That happened. I'm here somewhere. Oh, yeah, there I am. You sure that's you? Yeah. You got a beard. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so where's your video? Which one? Your video of this. I have no idea. <laughs> I wish I had it because I would definitely post it. Uh, that's uh, that's Jake Garcia, isn't that? Over there? I don't know. Oh, he gave the winner to Manuel? <laughs> I didn't know that he qualified a winner. <laughs> uh, let me get rid of the display capture here. Oh, dude, good times, right? Yeah, good times. Manny Freaking. throwing kicks. Hey, what's up? I don't know if I can pronounce your name. Hey, boy. I'm going to go with that. I've seen one of you fighting, Wes. Dude, I feel like everyone has video of me fighting and doing this shit, but I only have one video. <laughs> I don't know where they're all at. Uh, I don't know. When we would all fight in the Pickett's backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fights there. Don't get punched by Tyson Bateman. Kids were real strong. <laughs> oh, shit, Tyson? Yeah. Kids are strong as fuck. sister for a minute. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Getting hit by him is not the most enjoyable thing that I, uh, experience I've ever had in my really? life. Really? Yeah, I feel you're telling me being punched in the face is not one of your top ten yeah. things you've enjoyed most. You know, I, I usually don't mind it, but specifically by him was not the most enjoyable thing. <laughs> we had a pretty even match, I feel, but he fucking is a he's a strong boy. <laughs> that make you almost want to try and do it again. Be like, all right, ten years later. Ten years later, the rematch. No. All of us are out of shape now. Yeah, let's, he, he, let's see how this goes. He started training with uh, one of his buddies. He probably fucked me up now. <laughs> nah, dude, you got padding. I got padding. I can take the kicks. Right. Nah, I've been... I don't know. I, I trained for a little while, and I really want to get back into it. 
but it's just a commitment. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a, it's the time commitment really. It's the time commitment that they just I don't know if I can justify three hours of going and training day to actually get to a point of you know using it versus I can go I need to go back to the gym and just do fundamental exercises. Just just start easy. Just yeah. start go walk around the block. Yeah. You, your lady, just go walk around the block. Tell yourself one day, I'm going to do five push-ups, ten push-ups, whatever. Him and Tommy trained a bunch. Oh, yeah, Tommy, that's right. Tommy is a, Tommy's dad, a trainer, too. That's why it's a, I have one video that's on there of me fighting someone. Uh, Classified it as a charity event. <laughs> Why was it, it a charity event? I don't know. We were trying to commingle our audiences. Um, oh, 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 here we go. I have not seen this fight. No? I don't think I've seen it. Oh, okay. This will be fun. To be fair, to give it some hindsight, um, this was probably like my 20th fight in relative of, and I think this was Aaron's first, so. I'm not going to lie. I feel like if this was in the UFC, the judge would look at you guys and be like, Wes, you just win. This is not. (laughs) I did fall. The ground was shitty there. Okay, Wes. Okay. I was really upset that I fell. It's all about the jabs. The jabs are what make the game much easier. I almost feel like you're going easy on him, man. I was, because when he threw his first punch, I was like, oh, he's never thrown a punch before. And I talked to him about it a little bit. I was like, I didn't realize that we had never really fought. Yeah. That's fair. I feel like it would be not fair of me to just go all out, go in there and try and really hurt someone that is a friend of mine. You know that we're doing because in the background is his song that plays over this video. Ah, okay. So it was like him, like we were trying to like pump him up. Well, like like share our audiences and get his music out there, and you know. I think the thing that he really wasn't prepared for is even though I'm a big guy. You know how to fight? Well, I I could. And you can throw a punch pretty good? I just can go for a while. Because I've done MMA. Good for your lady. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) So I got a drop there, which was okay. I caught him on the chin. It didn't knock him out, but it definitely... Stunned him? Stunned him a little bit. And then we did boxing gloves. The same thing. I just he just really doesn't have much head movement or anything along those lines. I said you look like a beast. <laughs> I just have done it like, for a while and what happened to your action movie career, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. 
Are you like Jason Statham looking you down? Just no, I'm not doing it. You look at him and just be like, "What's up, bitch?" And even head kick me. Maybe like, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> I think Jason Statham is a train pretty well, if I remember right. Yeah, he is. Aaron was a good sport. It was a lot of fun. He, I feel like he had a good time as relative as you can for something like this. And he calls it. Okay. Don't forget to subscribe, boys. He says the SoundCloud rapper took an L. <laughs> he is a he's a funny guy. I like Aaron a lot. What what did I miss here? Hey, salty. What's up, friendo? He was strong as fuck. Him and Tommy trained a bunch. Get some dumbbells. I do squats and push-ups every morning. Geez, I'm beat. I miss spelling a lot. I was explaining your podcast and stuff you do on the channel to a guy one time, and I showed him a clip, and he said it looked like you were using 1% of your tree power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good for the lady. <laughs> Dice roll in. What's up? There you go. Oh, male salty. One percent. Um, doing some my hero academia status percentages. I don't there. watch that show either, dude. I know everyone that dude. I say that to, they're like, "You don't really watch anime," and I'm like, "I, I, I, I I'll admit, mainstream. It is yeah. more mainstream. First season, you're gonna struggle with it a little bit, but you get to the main fight at the end, what you'll be it? like, "What the fuck have I been missing out on?" And that is the worst main fight in the series. Like, uh, season four, there's a fight that you watch this kid that every time he tries to use his powers just gets fucked up. Hmm. He finally gets to go all out against this villain who's total piece of shit. Like, you hate this villain. And to watch him go 100% against this villain, payoff. Worth so it. great. See, I haven't watched Seven Deadly Sins either. I've heard that one's really good. I like... I loved the first season because I noticed most enemies have, like, the power leveling type thing. Salty's head on. The only anime I can currently say is the best that everyone should watch at Jujutsu Kaisen. That shit's so good. I haven't seen that one yet. It's That's only been... I think it's on what episode something. It's, it's coming out right now. It's only I think it's under twenty. Okay. They're saying that it's, it's going to be the next like long form show. Are they doing it like by season, kind of like they're doing everything now, or what animes were you talking about? We were talking about. Uh, My Hero. My Hero Academia and uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Episode 22. Yeah. I like I like Seven Deadly Sins. I like the first season because they didn't do like a power yeah. level. So you, they couldn't be like, oh, his power level's based off of this. But at the same time, season two, they brought that in. I was like, okay, it's kind of nice to see, you know, this guy's power level's 30,000 and this one's only 2,000. Yeah. I, I and, should, if you want to dabble back into anime, I know it's tough to find time, but. Jujutsu Kaisen is probably. Let's go check that out. I, I feel like it's probably going to be, depending on the. I don't know. Everyone is super hyped about it right now, and I think it could possibly go down as, you know, one of those good. top great animes that's ever been made. I'm still trying to. I've got a few episodes left in. What is it? Demon Slayer. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to grind away at One Piece. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm like episode 600. I'm trying. Oh, you're way further than I am. I had just, so, One Piece for me was always like a, you know what? I did Naruto and I did Naruto Shippuden. I'll wait for One Piece. And then I put it off and put it off and put it off. And then I started it and got to like episode 50 or 60 and then I fell off. So I had just restarted it last month. And I'm on like episode 24-ish. Hey. People get mad when I call it a good bleach. <laughs> I can see why people get mad. People love bleach. I love and bleach, bleach is coming back. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I was. I, I didn't read the manga, but I had a good buddy of mine that was telling me all the animes to watch mm-hmm. for what reasons. And he told me that he hated bleach because of where it ended. Really? He's like, it ended right before the best arc. I'm like, are you kidding me? It already had great arcs. Well, the, the story of why it ended is really shitty. It was the tsunami that mm-hmm. wiped out their whole studio. So yeah. they couldn't continue. But Bleach yeah. isn't that good, though. I really like Bleach. I love Bleach. Yeah. I, I did not care much for the final arc that they actually animated. Right. But I, I love Bleach. I think I look at Bleach as one of, the, one of those shows where if you watch Bleach as one of your first introductory animes, it's really good. But if you watch Bleach now, it's probably not going to hold up. Yeah. It, I would say My Hero if you're going to start anime. Yeah. If you've never watched anime, watch My Hero. I feel like it hits all the main anime things. They drop the kid into... Yeah, you got to go. You got to go play. Yeah. Wes, you need to get those One Piece numbers up. What the fuck, bro? I know. I just what? finished Kill the Kill last night. That what? show's fucking great. That was great. One Piece is great. Like I ground through it because I wanted to see the white beard war arc yeah like the assault on marine ford because i was told that was one of the best arcs in anime history from what i've seen i thought it was probably one of the best that's what i've heard too i but after that no one okay i've got another 400 episodes plus to catch up yeah pretty much everyone that i talk to who is deep into one piece says it's still the best anime one piece is great you know and i it's just committing your time I'm a Shippuden fan through and through. I feel like Naruto Shippuden skipped the filler and maybe maybe we can argue that they should have ended the show. The, the original plan did. was to end it right after the fight with uh, Pain and Naruto. And then they were just going to do like a little 25 episode thing oh, to explain really? his later life. Oh, I didn't know that. That, that was the original thing. Pain was supposed to be the last Akatsuki and just supposed to go from there. Hmm. Let me ask you though: Have you ever tried to go rewatch it after watching that fight? Shippuden? Yeah. Yeah. How easy it is is it for you? What do you mean? Like I struggle after watching Naruto versus Pain and seeing him just being a badass in Sage mode. I can't go watch like regular Naruto and watch him not even be able to do. Oh a shadow yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's hard. The original Naruto is well, really hard because it's well, like the original the first... Dragon Ball. Well, even like the first original Shippuden, like 100 episodes before it's he slow. gets Sage mode. It's slow. Like, it, it's hard. Like, I've seen him as a badass. I've seen him take down the elites. You need to go back and watch Past Pain and see some of the other shit that goes on. Because it's like, where he ended up, that Naruto would shit on Pain and old Sage mode Naruto. Oh, he would. Quickly. But that, that's still my go-to fight. If I'm like, I want a good anime fight, I go watch that. True, true. That pain fight is great. I tried to introduce someone to anime using Kill a Kill. That was a bad idea. No shit. Yeah, that was not a smart move. I, I've got a worse idea for you. Introduce them with Berserk. 
Berserk's pretty dope, though. Have you watched all three movies? No. Don't. Oh, okay. Don't watch all three. No? Like, the first one, great movie. Second one, great movie. Ends a little weird. Cause, uh, I haven't seen the first one. Because Guts uh, defeats... What's his face? The white-haired guy? Okay. So the white-haired guy goes nuts and goes and has sex with the princess. Gets caught and thrown in prison. Oh. Episode number three, they go break him out of prison where the prison guard has cut all his tendons so his limbs don't work. And then he gets taken... The entire company gets taken by like the five demon kings. And they turn the white-haired guy into the sixth demon king. At which point he starts murdering all the company and then forces Guts to watch him rape his girlfriend. Whoa, that doesn't sound great. That's what I said. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I got to, like, the part where, like, the dude's the demon king. He starts raping her. I'm like, done. Done. Let's wrap that up. That's what I tell everyone. If you start berserk, just don't continue it. <sighs> Salty says no, but they instantly thought I watched a lot of hentai because of Kill the Kill. They weren't wrong, but still jumping <laughs> to conclusions. <laughs> I don't want to make them cry, though. I read through the manga, like, ten chapters of cut up. Got worse. Don't worry. Listen. Kill the Kill, I hopped in knowing that it was a lot of fan service, but it is probably one of the most unique shows I've ever watched in my life. I feel like that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Unique. It, there's, I've never seen a show that matches the wildness and the continued left turns that, left turns that Kill the Kill does. What? This is the most random reason that I love Kill Kill is because they call it Goku uniforms. Yeah. I love the fact that Goku is so awesome in anime. Yeah. They use him as a way to measure how strong something is. I also think Goku got his name because that was a god, right? Goku uh, was the monkey god of Japan. Yeah. Or something. It's something along correct. those lines. So yeah, the Goku uniforms. Were, I just thought that that show was like, just genuinely just so off the cuff wild like I, they start the show and you have no idea what why they're doing any of the shit that they're doing mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just... I, I love in the i don't know if it was in the japanese dub but i love in the english dub the one girl's like why do you want to fight with your boobs hanging out <laughs> i loved that line i'm like yeah why do you want to fight <laughs> oh i love the the oh my god i i just finished the show but i can't think of the names the big buff dude, his whole entire Goku uniform is him just being like a submissive guy. <laughs> I was like, oh no! Yeah, and not maybe. Goku and Monkey King. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, why didn't you watch? Ah, I'm not sure. Oh, you know, interspecies reviews for the plot. Salty told me about that show. Definitely should never not gonna watch it okay. also don't watch um whatever that cell phone show was no. we did our anime shows like a book club so we bring yeah usually yeah so sal salty's pick was in another world with your smartphone that was the show don't watch that show it's actually not that bad but it's don't don't watch it don't watch it <laughs> not worth not worth the time oh, it's fun though Sword Art Online, that was pretty good. You know... I couldn't, I, I couldn't do the season two, though. What, Gun Gale? It's not Gun Gale, but oh, Sword Art Online 2. The, the fairies? I, I couldn't do it for, like, the... Like, just tell they sexually objectified Asuna. I, I, I couldn't do it, because I'm like, she was such a badass. Yeah, that man. was the biggest fuck-up that series ever did, is Asuna was on the same goddamn level 
she was a true bay, and then they made awesome. her like, and she was, oh, I need saving from my prince Kirito. Oh, dude, I was, and I was so like, pissed oh, about fuck. that. And they like, didn't ever redeem her either. Like, I haven't watched the more recent seasons, but when it, Gungale came about, she wasn't hard. Nah, and it, she was, just she was of, a badass yeah. in Sword Art. I loved the first season. First season of Sword Art's dope. I'll fight anyone on that. I know Sword Art gets a bad rep. There, there's a few things that I that like hit home, like when he fights the demon Santa and finds out that you only get 10 seconds to revive someone. I was like, dude, I feel that. I got the feels. Salty said Asuna was the only character that had character. <laughs> You're right. No, I like the Heathcliff. I felt like that whole that whole bombshell of uh, um, him being the developer was really good. I thought that was a great twist. No, like when they started like putting out that plot that you know, of course he's gonna want to stay here and look at him. Like, yeah, if I made a world and. Trap people in like I want to be right there watching them too. No, but I'd still want a way out. I saw someone get a laughing coffin tattoo on their wrist. I was like, "You murdering son of a you bitch! Fuck you, dude! <laughs> you were you were the bad guy." <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought Sword Art. I thought that first season was really solid. The second season was whack. Gun Gale was pretty good. I, I couldn't even start Gun Gale. It just killed you. It after killed that. me. Yeah. It, I as Season one just got me so hyped. I was like, I gotta see what happens. And then season two just killed me. Like, yeah. screw you guys. Gun Gale, I feel like Gun Gale was cool, but the thing was, is they, Kirito played a female. Or was like, he like the his character, girl or... no. His character looked like a woman, and they played that joke a lot. Uh, but then there was like a fucked up thing where like he meets this little girl in the game, and like. She's super badass, and he ends up wanting to, like, talk to her in real life. I can't remember how it plays out, but then finds out that she is in, like, a medical facility because when she was born, her mom had AIDS, so she has AIDS, and she's just dying. And I'm like, whoa, why is this show doing this right now? <laughs> like, it was such a weird side plot because the whole point of Gun Gale is there's a guy in the game that if he shoots you, it kills you in real life. That's like the main focus of the story. And then they have this side character development of this little girl who has AIDS. I'm like, why? Fuck? Why? All right, people in Japan making anime, you have a lot of good ideas. Yeah, you got to chill with some one of, of you at the board meeting needs to be like, let's not fuck too much. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to throw this in there. Let's not do that. It was just such a left curve. I was like, okay, well, sad. It was super sad. But... I was just kind of. Uh. Yeah, I love anime, but when they start like doing stuff with stuff like that with like little kids, I'm like, man, we need to chill. Why? We need why to chill be like that. <laughs> All right, well, we should probably wrap up. It's almost ten, and we've been going for about two and a half two hours. Half. So that's a good a good time. Shall we plan right. another one? I'm down. Okay. I'm down, of course. We'll plan another You'll one. Have me back. Now, like last time. I want you to plug your YouTube, what you're doing, oh, yeah. where people can find you. Um, so you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. It's all under Staley Outdoors, S-T-A-H-L-E, just outdoors. My last name is difficult to spell sometimes. Um, yeah, just uh, I promise anyone who's listened that has been following me, I will be posting a lot more. I uh, 
I hit the 50 subscriber mark and made the mistake of getting really into the grind of making videos. Mm -hmm. I had like nine videos made. And then I was like, man, I haven't had a new subscriber in a minute. Go looking. I hadn't posted a new video in two weeks. Mm. I had nine of them made. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Got to start posting. So I'm, I'm getting back on that. Um, but yeah, just come check me out. If you want to subscribe, send me a message. Let me know if there's any type of outdoor stuff that you'd like to see or hear. Or you want to get a hold of me because you want to go with me. I have some coworkers now that want to go with me. I have a really funny fishing video that I'm posting here Good. really soon. That is probably the most redneck thing you'll ever see. <laughs> I won't spoil it, but even my wife watched it when that is the most redneck thing I've ever seen you do. <laughs> Love it. It's all so, outdoor vlogging. Yeah, so. it's all outdoor vlogging. Um, once a year, I'll do like a year in review kind of review highlights. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's all outdoor stuff. I love having people come along if you guys want to. Uh, something exciting that I am starting to plan this year is I have some people that I'm going hunting with this year that I'm doing a specific video series of fucking with people on their first hunt. Oh! So I'm going to be taking all these people who've never been hunting, don't do much in the outdoors, that want to be fucked with. That they want, I like that idea a they lot. They want me to tell them to like be like, okay, I need you to come and do this just so I can laugh at them. I like that. Ah, Deej says he'd be interested. It's Staley Outdoors. Yeah, come check it out. Um, yeah, if you're interested in being fucked with on hunting trips, fishing trips, I'll take you. <laughs> if if, if you just want to get out, I'm happy to take people out because I think more people know to spend time in the outdoors. I, I think agree. it's really good for you. It's yeah, good. that's, that's uh, something I got coming up. Cut into the gut sack. <laughs> I had one buddy that told me, he's like, dude, I want to go, and I want to gut the deer, and I want you to tell me the wrong place to cut. And I'm like, Ugh. as funny as that would be, I I don't know if I can do that in all good consciousness, because that'll stink. Ruin, yeah. And then he fucked me over in a game of Magic, so he's... <laughs> like, he's catching it. He's coming. catching it. <laughs> it's coming back. It's coming back. Well, perfect. Like always, I appreciate you coming on. You know, I definitely give my seal of approval on your content i think it's amazing and i think oh, thank you you know like we talked last time i think that as you continue that grind there's going to be a lot of rewards from it because you're just producing good content it's really enjoyable i have a good friend that her two sons who are four and five are two of my biggest fans actually I love it i ran into them the other day and they were just like mom it's the guy it's the guy from the shows i was like what shows They're like are you are you the guy from staley outdoors I'm like, no, that's my brother you're looking for. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, that's me, that's me. And they want to take a picture with me, which, oh, was, which was cool. I love that. I'm like, that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that like was, one of those heartwarming moments yeah. of like. I, uh, I just took that. I'm like, I'm not going to do a huge thing about this. I'm like, I'm just going to take this. I'm just going to take this and be like. I love that. This makes me happy. Shout out Mountain Ops. Time. Yeah, Mountain Ops. Oh, I was going to tell you, dude. Um. If you want some bomb ass ignite one morning or whenever, order the hush lemonade and like the strawberry kiwi and mix a half scoop of each. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. I got the classic tiger's blood still and it That's is good stuff. It's good. Yeah, thank you again. And I do want to give a quick shout out again to our sponsor, Dark Prime Collectibles. If you guys are into magic, Pokemon, we talked a lot about it, Legos action figures star wars 
Dark Prime Collectibles is the place to go. You can check out their website. They do have an online store. Or if you are in the Utah area, 354 State Street in Clearfield, Utah, 84015. I've been hanging out with them a lot. I have a good time there. I get lost in their store just looking at the wide variety of stuff that he has. So go check them out. Go show them some love on social media. Maybe you might find a thing or two you want to purchase from them on their website. Again, that's Dark Prime Collectibles. Everyone here watching us live, Deej, Googles, Mike, my man, Salty, Bieber, I know you're still hanging around there. Yeah, so don't, don't forget her. Yeah, I appreciate you guys hanging out and chatting with us tonight. Um, we will be back next Friday, two shows, 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Hope to see you guys there. Have a good rest of your weekend. Bye. Oh, and... Copper, copper beard? Copper beard. Caught you right at the end, man. Take care.